In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers Podcast. What's the deal, Panther fans? It's your boy, the professor, a.k.a. Tony Dunn. It's the C3 Panthers Podcast. It's Tuesday night. It's 9 o'clock. We're here to chop up the latest Panthers news and opinions. From the fan perspective, I do it with my friends and big-time Carolina Panther fans. First of all, my co-host, Cody Lashney. How you doing, my friend? My brother. Tony. My friend, my brother, my whatever I need to say to you. My brother from another mother. My my brother in Panther fandom. What's up, man? It's another Tuesday night. I love uh, rocking with my boys, talking about Panther football with the best Panther fans on YouTube. Underground West, Jeremy Clancy, Anthony Rochelle, Brad Dugan, <laughs> Joey the Blind Panther Esquivel, Tyler Duncan, Tony Dunn. Ain't nothing to it. Ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll. All right, cool. The sound is working. I'm happy about that. We've we've got all four beautiful faces on the screen tonight because Google Meet, who I've been icing up. Have I not been icing up Google and Skype? For their slow to the party reactions or, you know, missing the moment when it comes uh, to this video conferencing opportunity. Google Meet's here. So at the last moment, I tried to throw together these screens and it's okay for right now. We see maybe it's going to bring us some new opportunities to do some things in the show. So we'll see if uh, if CK wants to continue uh, making some cool, sweet vids for us. Uh, like those cool, sweet lights you got on that chair. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm pretty stoked about it. I'm not so stoked about my face being out there 24-7, though, because, uh, <laughs> listen, I mean. No playing video games now. We will catch you. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I mean, sometimes it's good to be able to just not have to worry about what your face looks like looks like on camera. So, right. um, but, uh, no, yeah, it's pretty cool. I got this nice little uh chair i put some stuff on got the nice little uh carolina blue going on and uh you know pretty uh pretty excited to show off the new equipment and uh ready to roll guys all right um tonight we're going to be talking about the 2020 nfl schedule and we also have mr podcast extraordinaire greg the mm-hmm. bat daddy pig owner now yeah oh yeah I was just gonna say, man. Uh, if you don't, if you've never known anybody that has a pig, now you do. <laughs> now you uh, do. Nemo wiper animal lovers, pig needed a good home. Mother's Day was coming up. She asked for a pig, so I got her a pig. So <laughs> I tell you this: it's a really fun animal. It really, really is. They're super affectionate. They're super smart. Um, you know, two days just we had with her, and I've already fallen in love with her. So we're gonna start breeding them. Anybody who wants a pot belly pig, hit me up. What do you do with it? Nothing really. You can go out there and kind of play with her, you know. Do you her. like kill it and eat it at some point? Not a pot belly pig. I'm not. I'm not doing it for meat. Like if I was gonna, I'd raise like a Yorkshire or something. So it's like a pet for meat, but yeah, it's a pet. And we're okay. gonna breed them and then sell sell the. It's a pet pig. pig. Got it. Yeah. I hear you. I always wanted chickens, man, but I'm like, man, screw that. I don't want to keep up with anything. I barely. I hate my dog right now. I wanted yeah. to kill. I almost filed. A animal t- cruelty claim on my dog today. 
And, your dog? Yeah. But like, your dog right. was the one committing the animal cruelty. Yeah, he's be, he's a cruel animal to me. Oh, to you. It's animal cruelty. You're the, you're yeah, the I mean, I guess that, that goes all, all directions. Call the animal cruelty line. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, like this dog, this dog is big cruel to me. All right. Guys, uh, you can call into the C3 Panthers podcast. Uh, the number is 252-228-5098. Tree 50, thank you for the support. He said, evening, fellas, to a good show. Like and sub. And that's what I was going to say. Like and sub the podcast. All you got to do is turn your phone vertically, pull that little down arrow, smash that thumbs up button, smash the subscribe, or if... You're on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher. You're probably already subscribed. If you're not, go ahead and do that extra step. And the one extra step you can do to help this show grow is to share the link of however you're listening with a friend, one single friend. And hey, tag me in it on Twitter at cat underscore chronicles. And let's get this thing going. Guys, tonight, there's really, it's a low, a dead time in sports UFC came back this past weekend, Cody. Tell me a little bit about that, because until that moment, the entire sports news cycle had been dominated by the NFL. That's the first break in the NFL combine, squeezed it in, draft, made it happen schedule reveal now the nfl is done for a while it seems man the ufc uh and they were going to do an event even earlier but espn said it was right during the midst of all the corona stuff so espn made them uh wait a little while but yeah man you got to see um some incredible fights Uh, i think francis Ngannou is probably the hardest hitting person on the face of the earth if you watch that fight, he's a heavyweight fighter who's incredible. Um, you know, everyone knows Conor McGregor, but the the champion is a guy by the name of Khabib Nurmagomedov. And him and uh, Tony Ferguson, the guy who was in the main event, they've been going back and forth for a lot of years. The UFC has tried to make them fight five <clears throat> times, and it falls out every single time until the coronavirus trapped Khabib in Russia, and they couldn't make it again. So Justin Gaethje comes in, and dude, Justin Gaethje put it on Tony Ferguson. I do not know how a human being takes that much punishment and, and just still stays standing and fighting. It's, it's, uh, it's incredible, man. The fights were awesome. Uh, but yeah, as you can tell, I could talk about that shit for hours too. So, well, that's good Maybe news because there's MMA not podcast. Yeah, there's a there's not a lot of NFL to talk about. But so until the, before that, before that night that we get those fights, the the NFL did like a three hour NFL schedule reveal, and I will admit this: I didn't watch a single moment of it. Neither did I. No, neither did I. Yeah. Really? No, oh no. my gosh! Yep. All of us thirsting for sports information, and three out of four of us didn't even care. I actually have found not having sports to somewhat be a little liberating for a little bit. You know, is like I've yeah. got all this shit I got to get done yeah. in life. You know, I, that's why I like NFL football so much. It's it's a 
reasonable amount of time in comparison to baseball, the NBA. Yeah, well, even even yeah, you think about the games, you think about uh, the playoffs. I mean, these are these like NBA. They they do series, right? You know, the World Series. You have nine games. I mean, assuming that somebody doesn't just sweep the series, but I mean, you have. Uh, an astronomical amount of just regular season games on most of these sports. And, and when you think about 16, possibly 17 next year, um, not so overwhelming, not so overwhelming at all. When you think about it that way. Well, to, to be fair, it's not just the 16 games. I mean, we're in the off season right now. We still do three hours on Tuesday nights talking about (laughs) just one team of 32. So, I mean, there's a lot more than I think feel like, but I get what you're saying as far as just the regular season, and like how long watching games is going to take you, the NFL is definitely a more ideal model than, I mean, it's easy to catch a Monday night game or a Thursday night game or a Sunday game or set aside a couple hours to do that, but it's tough to plan around daytime well, games it's, for baseball. It's and easier. Yeah. It's a lot easier. And I think for the, for me though, when we're doing this podcast in the season, we've got the Tuesday night show, we've got the post game show, we want to try to put content out there, but still, even fans, like, say you watch Sunday night football, you watch football all day on Sunday, you watch Monday night football, you watch Thursday night football, and you caught a college football game on Saturday. It's a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of time, like, to, and it's not, like, wasted time. I'm not saying it's wasted time, but it's just a lot of time where you can't do other shit. That's why me and my friend clip when we talk about uh, bad football games, you know, like, uh, you know, Thursday night, it's the Cardinals versus the Bucks, not the Cardinals and Bucks of this year, but of past years. And we call them good dad games. And it's where you can skip football and be a good dad. Yeah. You know, is that because it takes a lot of time up. So I feel like the NFL is a good amount of time. You know, you already I'm I'm tired when the season's over and I'm like, yes, now I can watch a TV show. Now I can do some crap in my garage. Now I can get a pet pig, as Greg would say. You know what's funny about you mentioned those good dad games. There were three games last year I missed that were good dad games. San Francisco and both the Atlanta games. And we got slaughtered in all three of those. <laughs> so those are yeah. those are my three good dad games last year that I missed for doing dad stuff. It's you know? true. So, it's yeah. true. You got to have some good dad games in there. We're going to be getting into the schedule in just a moment. Um, Cody, the the schedule reveal was three hours long. Thank God we had UFC after it, man. Good gosh, that's a. I didn't yeah, watch I, any of it, but do you? There's nothing else to put on TV though, so you can't really fault them. You didn't. Hmm. You didn't watch. Uh, but you said you didn't watch the UFC fight or the schedule. I actually didn't watch any of it. I was out. Oh, uh, dude, I went dude, out I on Saturday. I, I don't know why we didn't watch the UFC fight at where I was at. It would have been a perfect place to watch it. There were people there. We were having a cookout. Yeah, I don't want to say too much in case but, the police come crashing in on the social distancing thing. There's another one tomorrow night. And then there's another one on Saturday night. So there's a lot of fights. Like they have a bunch of fights coming up. Are they all pay per view? Um, so a lot of the cards that were canceled, they kind of got moved up. So 
Um, it's a bunch of really good big name fighters on cards that matter. There are no, uh, the last one was the pay per view, but I believe the next two are fight night events. So they're on ESPN, I think, or ESPN Plus, or one of those. Um, but I, I do think uh, they're going to have prelims on ESPN for both of them. I'm a huge MMA fan. And so but that's what also what I was going to say. Like during this time of year, I really don't give a damn about sports anyway. Like uh, it, it, MMA goes all year. And then I'm into college football and Panthers football during the season. So it's like, I don't know, you know, this doesn't feel too different for me. This is like my sports off season anyway. So, uh, but yeah, the schedule didn't move the needle for me very much either. I didn't watch it. <laughs> All right, so I think, I mean, if we just want to say overall, uh, the Panthers, we didn't expect to get um, primetime games. You know, I mean, there's not a, a lot of excitement surrounding the Panthers other than Christian McCaffrey and uh, the optimism of maybe a new regime. But I think we got one primetime game. It's a Thursday night game against the Atlanta Falcons, um, which... Is that the game that Teddy Bridgewater gets hurt since Thursday night games are when our quarterbacks get hurt? Oh, man. Week eight? <laughs> week eight? That might be. It might be. It might really be, yeah. to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Midway. I think we don't have a bye till week 13, guys. Bring in P.J. Walker. Yeah. Right? I mean, so, that's perfect, well. though. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I think it's perfect. Look, I mean, we're a bad primetime team. Like, when's the last time that we've had a season with a bunch of primetime games and it went good? <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't. You know, whether it's uh, San Francisco or Green Bay or Pittsburgh, yeah, it's uh, it's not – the Panthers are not good in primetime, at least um, not traditionally. Maybe yeah. that changes. But I don't know. This, uh, this is not a very easy schedule at all. Uh, I mean, we're going to play some good teams. Um, I don't necessarily know that, like, uh, I wouldn't say that it's front-loaded or back-loaded. I actually think it's kind of evenly distributed. But, um, yeah, I'm happy we're not in prime time. Like, we might get our ass kicked a lot this year. And that I don't know if we could live down the continual embarrassment of having it be on ESPN or whatever. Is the game plan to go game to game, Tony? Or are we going to go through each game? Yeah, I kind of wanted to think about this. Is like when we look at the schedule, um, what we open with the Raiders. That's at home, a team at home, west to east, right? I'm trying to find the odds for it. It looks like the Panthers win to. <clears throat> All right, so over wins. We talked about this last week. Is still five and a half. Um, They're going to win six. Let's see. Primetime game week eight versus the Falcons. Super Bowl odds. It says third. I don't know what that means. Let's see. Hey, let's test. Let's test this out. Uh, I wanted to see what was the Raiders. Let's see. Are you all able to uh, hold on? Wow, yeah, mess something up for you, Tony. I got it. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. Where is it? Uh... So we're using Google Meet, so we don't know what uh, what, what you it. viewers are seeing. Yeah, I can see this. Yeah, schedule C. 
you can, but I think that I'm wondering if the I fix it. Oh, so, yep. I just saw a change in the YouTube chat. It looks really weird though. It's getting fixed, guys. Now it does. Man. Yeah, it, it it just gives him a second. I think he's gonna. Did you have to create a different scene for that, Tony? Yes. Hmm. Okay. So because it, it changes ah, the whole go. layout no, of the meat yeah. when we do that. Okay. Um, all right, so we've got the Raiders, and I want to know what the – I'm trying to think of what was the Raiders' record last year. What do you guys think about the Raiders? How about this? Before we even look at what their record was and what they did in the draft, what are your thoughts about the Raiders – with no information, top of your, off the top of your head, I think that they're um, a, a, a middle of the pack team. There's nothing that's going to over put them over the edge, in my opinion. Um, I think that if they if they have a positive season, it's going to be nine and seven. Um, again, that's based on limited information about the people that they drafted. I 100% agree with CK there. That's almost exactly what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> that sounds right about right about the middle of the pack. Eight and eight, nine seven is a good season for them. They still have a lot of money and a lot of time to build. So I give them a couple of years where they might be pretty good. But I, I I do think that division is getting a lot better. Um, when you look at the draft, the Raiders and the Chiefs had. Um, I even like the Chargers draft. Uh, that AFC West division. I, I think it's. The AFC West and the NFC South that have the most, um, you know, the most loaded rosters and teams mm-hmm. that have a legitimate case to make a, fo- a playoff push. Yeah. Um, you know, and like I said, um, with the with the Raiders, I tell you what, as a Clemson fan, they love Clemson players. They, they took uh, three players last year and this year. Um, they had a good draft. A lot of it depends on Derek Carr. Like a lot of people are still like, uh, you know, maybe the Raiders could, you know, they were in the discussion for Tom Brady. Um, even Cam Newton was, you know, a name that was being thrown around. Um, it depends on the quarterback situation there, but they don't strike fear into my heart yet. Um, I, I do think they have potential to be a good football team. But, um, I mean, right now, especially to open the season, that's just, it's kind of a, of a who knows, you know. I like John Gruden, but there there isn't um you know a lot of reason to believe that they're going to be uh, one of the better teams yeah. in football or even at the top of their division. I mean that is a competitive division now. All right, Cody, let's take down the schedule and then we'll go back to the cameras. Um, the I wanted to say that the Raiders were seven and nine last season. Uh, just to give here's the information. They drafted Henry Ruggs in the first round, Damon Arnett, cornerback, in the first round, 19. So they get a receiver and a corner, Lynn Bowden, third round, Brian Edwards, third round, Tanner Muse, third round. A lot of first and third rounds for them. Um, yeah, they moved around. They got John Simpson in the fourth. They have a lot of picks. Amik Robertson. In the fourth, holy cow. They had two picks in the first, the third, and the fourth. Picks butt right there. So I wonder who's favored here. Um, right, think, uh, definitely the Raiders. Yeah, the really? Raiders, I, think I would have seen that. I would, I would think maybe by like, uh, 
like two two points maybe three and and i think the the question marks most people have right now because uh if you recall the media loved teddy bridgewater like they loved him in this when he was in, in the, the panthers are favored that. by one wow uh, that's got to be the, the three points at home right so that's yeah, it's approach. like a pick em yeah. almost. Yeah. It's just that it's, we don't it's know. It's a home field advantage. Yeah. Right. Go back, uh, go yeah. on back to Teddy Bridgewater and the media. Well, I was going to say, I mean, last year when he went on his 5-0 and run when he was filling in for Drew Brees, I, I read articles where people were naming him in the MVP category. I'm not saying he was that good and nothing in his gameplay made me believe that he was an MVP of the league. But I remember the media was definitely just building this guy up. So if the media are creating these, you know, uh, these some of these media outlets are obviously, I guess, picking these uh, these games and everything. Um, I, I it's got to be the defense that is causing us to not be picked at a higher uh, standard, right? Yeah, probably. The, well, I mean, uh, I think there's a lot of reasons, right? So it's a bunch of new people on offense. Yeah. Uh, it's it's new coaches on both sides of the football installing a brand new offense, a brand new defense. Our defense is full of young players that are going to have to step up. Matt Rule said as much that a lot of rookies are going to have mm-hmm. to play meaningful snaps. Which, by the way, coming from Ron Rivera, that's such a breath of fresh air that we know that our rookies are going to get meaningful snaps in which to learn and grow. Um, but yeah, there's you know. Uh, we're the last time I checked, I believe we're um, uh, the betting odds have us at having the fourth pick in the draft next year. So we're not favored against most of these football teams for the reasons I just laid out. I'm trying to think. So now we've got, I think that may be the only game that we're going to be favored in all season. Right, I mean, think about this: is that the Panthers? Who's next wow. on the, the? Isn't that crazy? Susan, dude, Susan Dean loves us what more do? than than oh my, my gosh. Susan, wow. Susan definitely loves me more than some of the people in my family. Wow, <laughs> Susan, that's she's the den mama. She takes care of us. Thank you, Susan. Thank you, Susan. We love you. Um, so the Panthers open with the Raiders at home, then they go on the road to see the Bucks. You know, um, the Bucks, you don't even need to look at their record. What were they last year? Um, I'll look it up. But they're a completely different team, you would think, now that you've added Tom Brady. Or are they a completely different team, or are they just a better team? Well, I know in the chat room they were talking about – the Bucks being overrated, and that may be the case, but I still think it's the team we have to watch out for because yeah. Christian McCaffrey was by far our biggest weapon, really only weapon last year, and they held him to 31 and 37 yards the two times we played him. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. it was by far his worst production of the year the two times we played the Bucks. But and, they sold out to stop him. Like, they sold yeah, out sure. to stop Christian McCaffrey. That was their game plan. And because we didn't really have much else, but that's they, they could, yeah, they were the only people that could do that. They had a pretty good run defense last year, yeah. so. and yeah. their and their defense is setting up good too because they've drafted uh, Carlton Davis. They, they, they're drafted these big long corners, 
you know, mm-hmm. in, in, in a division where you have to play guys like Michael Thomas and Julio Jones, it's understandable. Uh, so, the, I mean, they want to stop the run and make teams throw the football, it looks like. Um, and, you know, uh, they have good linebackers, too. So, I mean, listen, I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to keep it honest, man. Atlanta is such choke artists. Like, I'm not putting it outside. Like, I'm more fearful of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, even though they have all this ridiculous turnaround every year. I'm I'm more I'm more confident in Tampa having a good season than I am Atlanta. Because yeah. how many times does Atlanta reload and then it's just the same old shit you know different year from them and you know pundits love them and then they they never produce. So I mean, you know, I I think Tampa uh is going to be one of the better teams in the NFC South. Now they might not be the best, you know, they might not be up there with the Niners and the other good teams in the NFC, but I think the Bucs are going to be a good football team. They drafted I, Tristan Wirfs, Worf, Antoine Winfield yeah. Jr., Kashawn Vaughn, Tyler Johnson, wide receiver, Khalil Davis, defensive tackle, Chappelle Russell, linebacker, Raymond Calais. Uh, who's the best name on that list? Worfs, Winfield, Vaughn, and and not obviously your you would think your first round one would be the first name, Cody. But there, yeah, yeah, Tristan, Tristan Riffs was a was a great pick for them. The fact that they needed offensive line to protect Tom. I mean, the dude is a physical freak. I mean, the Iowa weight room is legendary, and uh, Tristan Riffs is legendary in that weight room. So, um. He's a physical freak. Uh, the dude, it, it, you know, is 315 plus pounds. Um, yeah, that's what you needed to protect a quarterback like Tom Brady. <laughs> and with the drop back offense that Bruce Arians runs, yeah, you, they had to have that. So they even traded it up. They traded it up with San Francisco to get a Tristan Riff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they have a good team. I don't really know a whole lot um, about some of the other players. I, I studied a few of them. I have some notes on them, but I've used certain players more than others. And um, I, I just know that they already had a decent roster. And uh, I'm I'm just looking at that quarterback-coach combo and just saying, you can't sleep on that, dude. Bruce Arians, Tom Brady, like that is a legitimate. Rob Gronkowski, O.J. Howard, yeah. Mike Evans, that's, Godwin. Right now, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers – the over under on wins is nine and a half. See, I feel like I can, that's low. I, I agree. I, I can see in a, I can see a world where they can go twelve and four, thirteen and three, but I can also see a world where they go four and twelve, yeah. or you know, five and eleven. So I mean, it's just it's. I I think personally, they'll probably go t- more towards the the higher side of that. They'll probably be a ten plus win team. I feel, but I can definitely they see a world where they have a hard schedule. They have to play. They play the Saints, the Panthers, the Broncos, the Chargers, the Bears, the Packers, the Raiders, the Giants. Back to the division, Rams, Chiefs. They got the Rams and the Chiefs. All right, so our division, they do have kind of a tough schedule. They have the Lions. Uh, This is going backwards now. I'll I'll give you out-of-division opponents. Chargers, Broncos, Packers, Bears. Uh, Raiders, Giants, Chiefs, Rams. 
Dude, they're going to be on every primetime. Let me see how many primetime games they got. Oh, well, Tom Brady, Good I'm Lord. sure they're going to a lot. They're going to have the option to flex into one. The Giants, sure. the Raiders, that's Brady, one, two, three. Brady and Gronk both going to Tampa Bay. Yeah, they were gonna. that's what they were going to do no matter what. They have four primetime games. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, is week one uh, – I know they have one of the primetime games is going to be Breeze and Brady. Um, Ooh, I know see. that much for sure. Maybe and I missed I one. They they were people were highlighting some of ours. They yeah said the Saints three... that they're uh, eleven to eight. They're at eight twenty. Yeah. So what is that? The... That's probably Sunday night eight twenty. Mm. Or is that Monday night football? That might be Monday night football. Eight twenty. Yeah, look. kickoff is 8-20, What day night. of the week is that, I guess, is the idea. So the, the Bucks primetime highlights the team, a lot of expectations. Is it August 20th? No, November 8th. Uh, it is November 8th. The 29th is a Sunday, so. November 8th, sorry, at 8-20, 8-20. Sunday. 8, 8, 20. 820. Yeah, Let's see. November is. That. Yeah, it's a Sunday. Yeah. 11 8. So Sunday night against the Saints. That'll be a fun game. Um, <sighs> so what else do the Panthers got next on their schedule? Looks like. Um, after Tampa, they've got the Chargers on the road. The Chargers, so Raiders home at, at home. You're favored by one point. Your dogs likely have to be against the Buccaneers on the road against the Chargers with a stout defense. Golly, yeah. that's a tough matchup right now. <laughs> I would not be yeah. interested in putting money on the Panthers in that one. Nope. You know what? Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Oh, I forget they're opening the new stadium. Never mind. I was about to say, if they were still playing in the soccer stadium, it would be a good test of seeing how many Panther fans are in Los Angeles. Because <laughs> all that all last season, every other team that came to them, it was run over with uh, fans of the opposing team. So uh, um, I'd be interested to see how many fans they're able to get in there for the Rams and the Chargers this year. But you, You're yeah. – um... The other thing about this is is that L.A., from what I've heard, is the least interested in relaxing the COVID stuff. Yeah, their mayor is a moron. Everybody talks shit about him. Really? Gavin so, Newsom. But the, I, the, the question is, can they even play that game in L.A. there at, in, in September? Dude, I think if, if we're, we're playing football by that time, everybody's got to be on September board. September 27th, God yeah. help us. If that's yeah. still the case, going into uh, almost October, Jesus, dude. Like, I don't know, man. That's, that's great. Crazy. Yeah, that's a good point. Let, yeah, let me, uh, hey, let me ask you all this. Who's going to be the starter for that game, Tyrod Taylor or Justin Herbert? Justin Herbert. You think so? I think so. I think Tyrod Taylor's going to get the same thing he got last year. Or was it last year or the year before with Cleveland? Year with Baker Mayfield? Yeah, with, with Baker, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. Uh, Same yeah, exact was, thing. And the you know second, what? It, the second it was, he falters, he's gone. I hate that was, for him, too. 
And it was the third game of the season too, mm-hmm. when uh, when the the Browns played the Jets the and yep. and Baker had, had to go in. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a tough. And look, they got Derwin James back healthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've just added pieces to that football team. They uh, they they moved up to draft Kenneth Murray, who outside of Isaiah Simmons was my number one rated inside linebacker prospect in this year's draft. I mean, Kenneth Mur- Kenneth Murray is nasty. Um, and, and, you know, I, I like that football team. I like what they're doing. Trey Turner is over there now. I think their offensive line is probably only um, the, the real question right now. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, that that's what I'm saying, man. That division, that AFC West, you know, when you look at Denver and who they're getting back and the defense of all these different teams, of course, you have Kansas City. Man, it's hard to imagine uh, beating any of those AFC West teams, to be honest, just not knowing what our defense is going to look like. All right, so we're three games in. The Raiders, the Bucks, and the Chargers. Greg, which one of the Panthers win of those three? Let me ask you that. <laughs> Raiders, Bucks, Chargers? We got to count these six uh... games up. Okay, that's right. We're gonna get six win. We, I gotta get six to win ten. Like I said, I I didn't bet I, that believing they would do it. I bet it because it was an you know an okay. easy bet. So are you saying um, zero? They, they of got these? one of those three. You no, I'm say the Raiders. You, you say okay, the Raiders. Home, home, home. So they start the one and two. And the win against the Raiders. <laughs> the Panthers then come back across the country, dragging the Redbirds along with them. The Cardinals. They host the Cardinals. On October 4th at 1 o'clock, uh, the Cardinals, though, are my are team. They're, they're the team, for me, that is going to replace the Buffalo, the Tampa, the past, that I always was like, I think they're going to be something this year. That's the Cardinals to me. I am now on the Cardinals bandwagon right now. So I think the Panthers have um, – their their work cut out for them that week. Do you think? I wonder if the Panthers are favored in that game. They can't be. But guys, the no, Cardinals no, no, are no. exciting team. They with the big news and the trade of who they get rid DeAndre of. Hopkins yeah, with David Johnson and uh, little Kyler Murray is the toast of the town. He's so adorable out there dropping dimes. Adorable. He is adorable. And but he actually slings it like a mofo, which is the thing. He does. He just is like dropping the shit all over the place. Robert Griffin. That's what he's gonna be. You couldn't be more wrong. I think we'll he could, what if he's better than Patrick Mahomes, dude? He could be no, better than Patrick Mahomes. He, he, but here's the difference. Robert Griffin would run right into the teeth of the defense. When you look at Kyler Murray play, yeah, he's a little dude. You're, I mean, some of your kids might be bigger than Kyler. He's cute. But, he's cute. But I tell you what, dude, the guy knows where the out of bounds marker is. He does okay. not. He does not take big hits. He, he does not have the Cam Newton problems of not knowing when to slide. Okay. Um, uh, Kyler, I'm with Tony on this. I think Kyler Murray. We've seen this trend of uh, second year quarterbacks turning it on and having these incredible seasons. Uh, Patrick Mahomes did it, and then Lamar Jackson. You know, you have Kyler Murray going into his second year into that playbook, into that system. 
I mean, I think you have another um, MVP type candidate in, in Kyler Murray should he take that next step. Um, I think that's going to be a dynamic offense. Remember, they have DeAndre Hopkins now, mm. uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Um, uh, uh, Leonard on defense. Too. Uh, Not Leonard. Uh, who's the guy? Uh, we want? Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're um. I mean, I don't know the exact makeup of their defense, but their offense looks on paper to be able to score with anyone. So, um, that's going to be a real tough for uh, a tough out for our defense, and it's going to test our backfield more than anything. Can our corners cover? Because we're going up against some of the best of the best. Okay. I'm worried. I, I think they could be a dark horse team, and I don't know if that is disrespecting them or not. The But this is going to be a tough matchup for the Cardinals because they're traveling. Let's see where they are. Um, there's games. Come on. Oh, that's last year. All right. Okay. So they are coming off a home game with the Lions. So they start out against, they are on the road against the Niners. They host the Redskins. They host the Lions. So they're on a two-game home streak, and then they go on the road uh, to play the Panthers. You know, the Lions and the Cardinals, I'm actually going to be interested in that game because do you remember the Lions were beating that ass last year? against the Cardinals and then let them come back in the third or the fourth quarter and it ended in a tie. Like it was like yeah. 20 to nothing and they tied. So the Cardinals though, right there, you think this is the Cardinals can beat the Redskins. The Cardinals could beat the Lions. They could be two and one coming in uh, to Carolina. And that game tells us a little bit about their team. If they, um, you know, it could be an opportunity for them to slip. But the Panthers are a must win for them. And they, when I say a must win, that's not the right words. Like they should beat them. But it could be an opportunity for them to fall asleep. You know, you've seen so, teams do that all the time. My, Michael Jones in the chat says, Brian Burns will chase Kyler out of the pocket all day long. I'm predicting three picks in front of the home crowd. Wow. Says Michael Jones. Uh, so. Joe Riolano also in the house. What's up, my brother, Joey? Joe, wait. He said, my kid is as big as Murray. He's only 14. All right. I believe he's, I bet you he's bigger than Murray, to be honest. Yeah. It's not hard to be bigger than Kyler. True, true. All right. So the Carolina Panthers then uh, on the road, back on the road. So, home game, road game, home, um, no, yeah, home game, road game, road game, home game, road game, Falcons, 1 o'clock, October 11th, the Panthers' uh, second division match of the season. Right here, Greg, are you saying this, is that the Panthers at this point are 1-3 and three on the road against the Pan uh, against the Falcons? And no, I... Okay. Oh, because they would have to beat. So you think they're going to beat the Cardinals at home? I do. I think they're going to beat the Cardinals, Woo! and I think they and I think they have a chance. Making them the, two uh, and two to uh, start the season. I like yeah. it. I um, like it. <clears throat> Planting them seeds, man. <laughs> so uh, how about this? Uh, is this going to be our 
first victory in Mercedes-Benz Stadium or whatever the hell they call it. The Panthers have not won in Atlanta in their new stadium yet. Yeah, but they've only been there one year, right? Well, I'm still <laughs> no. saying, okay, we haven't done <laughs> I mean, it. We played I mean, one, one been, year. No, it's not I mean, been one. It's been, uh, it's been, been, been there a year. I think it's game. been t- 2017. Uh, is it 17? Right, it might it be. I don't know. I'm yeah, not, I think it was, very well I think be, it was 17. Okay. Yeah, because they, yeah, they were good. Okay. Yeah, they had the opportunity to open up. They could have won the Super Bowl, which, you know, they didn't. Uh, and then they could have opened up their season uh, with uh, in their the next season in their new stadium. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was 2017. Okay. But, yeah, we have not won in that stadium yet. You're listening so, to the C3 Panther. You're listening to the C3 Panthers podcast. The number's 252-228-5098. We're breaking down the schedule at this point. We're in week one, two, three, four. The Panthers on the road against the Atlanta Falcons. Go ahead, Greg, with your thoughts. And then CK, after Greg goes, segue into um, the Panthers' next game, which would be the Bears at home. I'm going to refresh my drink. We'll do well, I- I was just gonna say, uh, uh, Cody, what you're saying. We were uh, we're zero and four there, which means statistically we're due for a win there. I mean, because the All odds right. of us going zero and five there are a lot less than the odds of us going one and four. So it's you know it's very rare to lose five games, or more more rare to lose five games in a row in one spot than it is to win one of those five games. All I'm saying. So by the odds, we should win that. You know. So. Okay. Um. Yeah. You know, go ahead, go ahead. CK. No, go ahead, CK. No, you're good, man. Um, I was just going to say, um, you know, Atlanta, they loaded up. I mean, Todd Gurley, they, um, they, uh, they've they added more pieces. All the names kind of escaped me at the moment, but I know that they've they, uh, they got some players in. Again, they're being talked up. You're talking about Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, um, you know, that same kind of um, – you know, the normal, the normal. Yeah, the normal. And, do every and, year, and again, I, I keep on coming back to this man. Like I feel like every year the Falcons are always hyped up, like they're going to be one of the better teams in the NFC South. They're going to give them the benefit of the doubt, and they just have not been a consistent football team since Kyle Shanahan left. And I mean, listen, they didn't. They were Falcons fans were certain that Dan Quinn was being kicked to the curb. Like what? Not even midway through the season last yeah. year. Yeah. I mean, so you're talking about, you know, this is one thing we know for sure. You know, with Tom Brady now in the division, the Saints have run roughshod over this division <clears throat> for the past few years in a row. You know, everyone's like, "Well, what are you going to do, Atlanta?" Like they have something to prove. They have new outfits. They're trying to do this brand new thing, and I mean, a lot is on the line for a lot of people in that Falcons organization from the coaching staff all the way up to the front office. So regardless of what, whatever you want to say about the Falcons, this is going to be a hungry football team. They're going to want to continue to make statements at home against a division rival. Well said. Um, Well, I guess that does transition us to the other one. uh, When we talk about the next game, which is going to be the Bears, uh, and that's going to be a home game based on what Tony just said. Um, it should be an interesting one because they're going to be in a similar situation with a quarterback limbo, and 
the reality of the situation is there is a very high possibility, depending upon how things go, that Cam Newton is their quarterback at that point in time. Could be, man. I mean, um, I, I mean, how many of you would be confident in Nick Foles to be your starter? And you know, I don't well, know. They've I mean, already they've already written off Trubisky. They've already declined his fifth year option. So they've already essentially told Trubisky, "You're not the future." We know that now. You had one good year, and that was, uh. You know, that was it. There was nothing else. There's nothing else that we're looking at that tells us that you are the guy of the future. They're putting out this line that it's a competition between Nick Foles and Mitch. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Like they traded for Nick Foles. So that means the contract that the Jaguars agreed to pay Nick Foles, like they decided to take that on. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. That's that's just you think think cam newton takes a like if let's say it's because that's what week uh week six uh yeah um yeah no no yeah week six yeah no let me ask you guys three weeks into the season the bears are zero and three Foles has played two games and has been garbage trubisky came in and did absolutely nothing do they hire cam newton week four how do you not man i mean listen that's it with Cam Newton, that's a Super Bowl roster. Yeah. I mean, everyone thought that the exactly. Bears were going to be a Super Bowl team the, the past two years in a row. Khalil Mack. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, dude, they have, um, they have so many different uh, – Eddie Jackson. Na- they name have the Super Bowl roster. Players. I want to hear it. Uh, well, I do uh, want to point this three out. Three or four so, good players, but I don't see a Super Bowl. Oh, so, dude, they, dude, they have a they have a bunch of players on defense and <laughs> offense. Like they were always a quarterback away. But the Ooh, fact right. that they don't have that quarterback, like, I mean, that's a, in my mind that could be a winnable game for us if their defense isn't just absolutely disgusting. Do the yeah, Do the so, Bears have any single any single offensive player that's in a top ten player in his position? Allen Robinson. Okay, one. But again, Tariq Cohen. I just don't see it as a, as a super. Well, but, wide but, receivers but never again, win you a Super Bowl, so yeah. But you would never say that about Carolina either. When we've had Kyle Allen throwing the football to him, like yeah. well, we had DJ Moore, have, who was a top five receiver. We had Christian McCaffrey, who was a top two running back. They have a two. They oh, have I mean, a Tariq Cohen, who is a very explosive uh, running back. They yeah. have another guy. Who, who's the other running back that they have back there? I can't remember his name. David Montgomery. Yeah, Montgomery. He he turned it on there uh, towards yeah. the end of the season. So he was he put he put on uh, you know he put his his name in the running for uh, I'm not going to say top ten, but he put his name in there for a, a very good running back in this league. Dude, they've got um, Jimmy Graham. I mean, guys, I just don't, I just don't watch see out. Quarterback away from being a Super Bowl team. All right, I, I I think that that's fair. They have a a, a really good defense. Yeah, they, uh, they do, have a super here's, bowl here's, caliber defense. Did you with, hear the question, Tony? No. Uh, no. Oh, yes. Okay. With if there are, uh, if, if Cam Newton, three, if they're zero and three, both of their quarterbacks have played at least one game and just not shown anything, not one thing. Do you wait? At what point is it too late to make a change at quarterback? That might be the week, to be honest. That's, I think you're right, because said, look, yeah. this is the Bears' schedule. They are on the road against the Lions. Okay, uh, the Lions, but there's so much on money on the table for both teams there. Yeah. 
Yeah, Akuda is there now, and so it's tough for them to be able to actually throw the ball to their. I mean, I think it's going to be a tough, uh, a tough outing for uh, right. Like the, the Bears are going to have to come out sharp to win that game. So say yeah. they that that's a a possible loss. They've got the Giants. They're at home against the Giants. So say they split that, and they win one of those games. The Bears then go on the road against the Falcons and they host the Colts. I could see them losing, starting oh, one and three there, right? At the very best, I think. I mean, they're one and three. And then they have to host the Bucks before the Panthers. They could be one and four hosting the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. It might be. Yeah. What about this? What if the Carolina Panthers are the ones that go on the road? And beat the Bears, forcing them to go get Cam Newton. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> if it's week three, one of the, what you missed, like was, how long are they going to wait? Is like how you long said. do they wait before they hire Cam Newton? Because like, if I'm Cam Newton, here's my thing. Well, if they um, lose I, against the Giants, you and if they start zero and three, you might see him in week four. Yeah, that's two what games I'm before Cam. Yeah. Because guess what? You don't think Cam Newton's going to take a discount to come back just to be able to play us in a couple of weeks? Oh God! I mean, oh yeah. Because that's what I'm saying, man. Like that's that's going to be. I, I could see. I, we're all just kind of fishing here. I'm just putting out the idea that yeah, that's uh, what we need it, right now. This is the best. Yeah, that's mean, the best comment you can anybody can make in this show is because it's setting up that narrative. And similar to, do you remember when Julius Peppers came back as a Green Bay Packer, or was he with the was he with the Bears still when he shushed Cam? Remember? No, no that was okay. The and then he kicked the ball or whatever out into the stands yeah. or something like that, or took it away from so. But Cam Newton just scored a touchdown. He was trying to get the ball from Julius. And Julius said no, and just t- tossed it over yeah. to the referee. So you could see a Cam Newton. Where would they be? Coming to Carolina and doing those. Imagine Cam Newton doing the Superman celebration in Bank and of America in a Bears jersey. And then like talk about talk about a yeah. discount. Like he may like these these teams are going to wait long enough. Bill, uh, you know that's one of the things I think about Bill Belichick with him waiting it out and then doing this. He is. He's just waiting. He's like, I'm going to get this guy for free. That's his thought. I like, know he <laughs> is. Yeah, they're definitely getting Cam Newton. That's well, who look, my money I'll, is on. I'll make a very bold statement here, and I will say the Panthers win that game too, which on my schedule gives them three in a row, unless they get Cam Newton. Cam Newton in a revenge game, I don't think we win that game. Oh, Cam so, Newton's going to slaughter so I, us. I, if he does I've got to have that ca- that little caveat there. So I'll give them a win, Carolina, a win against the Bears, as long as they don't have Cam Newton. So Cam that Newton makes them three and three. That makes them three and two in my book. Or excuse me, three four and, and two, four and two in my book. Four and two. No, I have they win the against Raiders, the Raiders. Cardinals, they win the, against the Cardinals, and they win against the Bears. Three and three. Yeah. And Atlanta. Oh, well, I said. Atlanta. Oh, you think they're going to go on the road and beat Atlanta? Yeah. Wow. So four uh, and two. Wow, Greg. Getting okay, the, four and two. All right. So I'll then say, the we got a long say, season. We got a no, long hold season. No, uh, So. And my count right now, we're two and four. Okay. In my count, we're Owen. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like your count. I, I still yeah. think that I think that if the Panthers win, if they don't win week one, they could go winless. 
right? So if yeah. you lose yeah, against I, the Raiders, I, I that happens, yeah. so you go against the Raiders, you lose that game at home, deflating, team isn't looking sharp. Then you got to play the Bucks. Then you got to play the fucking Chargers on the road. The Cardinals come in hot, maybe. This is the worst case scenario, but all of a sudden you're zero and three, zero and four there. Then you got to go on the road against the Falcons. That could be zero and five, hosting the Bears with Cam Newton as the quarterback. Zero and six, right? Then the Panthers have to go on the road to the Saints. Zero and seven, right there. Is anyone is anyone in their right mind picking? Carolina in week seven. That's the Teddy Bridgewater revenge game, man. Of course. There you go. Yeah. I mean, if Cam Newton can do it, then so can Teddy Bridgewater. No. Oh, wait. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. That's a false equivalent. It's a scary concept, but one of the things I wanted to ask you, and I have two points here. I sent you guys that I could have gotten a group rate discount on the single tickets. I started to look at them, and I just did not find interest in going to any games. Do you guys agree with that? Like, is there any game right now on that calendar you feel like you would want to go to at Bank of America State? I think, um, oh, wait, oh, at Bank of America, hmm. if Cam is a bear, I will go to that game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I would say that. I, I would pay to go see a game if Cam was a bear. I mean, your choices are Raiders, Cardinals, Bears, Falcons, Bucks, Lions, Broncos, Saints. Yeah, like there, like none of the. I mean, maybe the weather might still be kind of okay, nice in October. Go see Kyler Murray and Isaiah Simmons. Like yeah. that, that that might be the only one that I would, you know. God, say that one more time. Look, look. As CK said, this is that he was trying to get a like a last year. How many games did we get? Four. We went to four. Yeah. Like right now, we can't even find one we want to go to. No, no. Do you, well, you guys are a little bit younger than me, um, so you might not know the Wayne's World reference. But oh, I know Wayne's World. What am I gonna do with a gun rack? A, when I don't wait, what am I gonna do with a gun rack? I don't even own a gun, let alone <laughs> enough guns to necessitate an entire rack. I don't even want to go to a game. Let alone up. Oh, hold on. Uh-oh. What's he got here? Tank. Tank. Hold on. <laughs> you did. Fuel you changed. You got to tell me. Fuck her up, baby. <laughs> yes, I'll be I, right don't know. I didn't know I have to tell you. Does it like? Does it mess everything up? I don't it know. Does. I think it's relevant. Cause Where it's, is? Uh, oh, here it is. <laughs> I got it. Cause I, yeah, I don't know what. what yeah, you got to give me a heads up because I got to change it on my oh, end okay. yeah, for the no, stream. My bad, I didn't know. Fuel the tank, baby. That 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 should stay my picture. How? Who did that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you gotta love Photoshop because that looks like it was is super hard, but it's really probably not. That's what she said. Oh. <laughs> Okay, close that out, Cody. Um, but what I was saying, I, I wanted to t- say that before we started the show, I said I was going to wait for something to say. The fact that we're, I mean, d- it feels as though we're being set up for a bad season, right? The We have one of the worst, like we have one of the hardest records in the NFL. Like if you look at win record last year, um, 
And a lot of the teams that are like making our win record not any higher improved drastically over this uh, over this offseason. Um, so we have a situation where with the Raiders coming to town, first game as a Las Vegas institution. I, I can't see. I mean, I know that maybe I'm. That's a possible game, though. That you know, I mean, it's possible. It's not even it's possible. I, I win, would. But I don't time, think we should be favored that, right now. But no, we really no, but, don't know a ton about their defense. You know, you're still any. But couldn't you see any time Daryl Worley is a fixture? Daryl Worley mm-hmm. is a fixture of their defense. Yeah. But couldn't you see this being the year John Gruden puts everything together? The pieces finally come together. Last year, they had a wrench in the gears because of the Antonio Brown. They did not have a full season of actually being a full offseason of preparing. I guess nobody does this season either. But, um, you know, I could see them coming in and they're Las Vegas now. And so they've got to be able to come out swinging to get people interested in coming. But if this was in Las Vegas, I would buy more into that. I yeah, think the but, only thing that's helping us here is that it's at home. They're, if if the if the Raiders lose to the Panthers at, at the first game of the season, oh my god, right? yeah, good the point. first game that's of the a season, great point. it is going to be crap for the rest of the. Because imagine how the red the Chucky will be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just think about it. I mean, if we if we beat them. The, the Raiders fans in Oakland are going to go crazy. Like, <laughs> see, you guys still aren't even good. Uh, you know, but uh, even people wanting to go and see them at the new venue. And I don't think, I don't even think it's going to be built this year. Is it? I don't sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, uh, the, the, the Vegas stadium and the uh, Chargers stadium. and the Rams stadium yeah. are opening up uh, this year. They are. Okay. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, well, I just wasn't sure with this whole thing if they were still able to actually continue constructing it or not. That's um, a great question. And I heard, too, I was listening to a national syndicate show today in the car on the radio, and they were talking about how, I mean, obviously Las Vegas is more interested in relaxing the COVID stuff because their economy is uh, is so centered around groups of people, people going out. Yeah. While Los Angeles is is taking a more conservative approach to to the you know reopening, and he was talking about how, at what point are people from Los Angeles all those millions that like the thirty nine million people that live there just so itching to go have a good time that they just that they go to Vegas yeah they just drive to Vegas. Well, I've heard that it's the a lot of the warmer climates. Like I've heard Arizona is is very lax on it too. Because I think you know, I, I was I was listening to another podcast and somebody came on from Arizona who actually plays for the Cardinals or at least played for the Cardinals last year, um, AQ Shipley, and uh, he was talking about how nothing has changed down there. Like everybody has the belief that the virus can't survive in the heat, and so everybody down there is just like living life like normal. Um, the lost the stadium is co- going to be the Allegiant Stadium. It cost one point eight billion dollars, by the way. Started construction November thirteenth, twenty seventeen. Expected to be completed July twenty twenty. But that's 
timelines that we don't know how affected by the COVID climate. Yeah. But I tell you this is that if there's any group of people who don't quit working, it's construction people. Yeah. They work all the time. You know what I'm saying? You look at Easter and mugs or damn roofing houses and and shit. And mailmen. (laughs) Hey, just uh, adding to what uh, CK was saying there uh, about about, uh, them in Arizona talking about things not being different. Look, I'm in North Carolina and I'm out every day and I can tell you, it does not, besides not being able to go to a restaurant. Which is and bullshit maybe, and, and, because and maybe the restaurants the are shop. so far. The, yeah, but I mean, maybe other than that. like I bet you can go to the comic book shop even, now. Well, it's Now they open down. retail. Well, I, haven't tried, I haven't tried to go. The, the, the reason you day, can't but. go to the comic book shop is because they went out of business before COVID. <laughs> How many comic hurt. book shops open and close? Buy uh, by, by physical media, y'all. But um, but no. Other Why? Than that, man, Why? It's really been no different because physical media is so much better, man. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm a collector, but physical media is so much better than digital. Such a waste of money. I still have digital media on some things, but physical media is so. Tony, much how dare you? If you still had some of those 1980s comics that you didn't give a shit about, you'd be a millionaire right now. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I have a couple. Man, that's bullshit. First of all, that's not true. Dude, I, it's not true. I got some comics. I got some comics in the attic in my mom's house. I bet, but I promise you that, like, I got that number the where Venom was on the the cover of Spider Man for the first time or something like that. But that oh, shit, there's like a billion. Let me get that off you, Tony. There's a billion copies of that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's not worth that much, then give it to me or Greg. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going in my mom's <laughs> attic. Man, if I go in my mom's yeah. attic, she's gonna make me clean that shit out. Yeah, but but no, all all I'm saying is though is nothing is different where I'm at. Other than that, for for me at least, I go to work every day. Uh, Walmart, Target, all CVS, grocery stores. I went still open. to. If I want to go to a restaurant, I can still go. I can still get food from there. I go to the grocery like, store almost every day. It feels like with a family of yeah. five. Um, I went yeah. to Lowe's twice today. Yeah, exactly. I go, I go, I go to the hardware store at least two or three times a week. Yeah, I mean it's 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 not any different for me at least on anything going on. <laughs> I just can't go sit down at a restaurant and eat. Well, you know those if oh, that's, that's okay. the yeah, which is bullshit. And the construction workers, yeah. you know, they're working like crazy. So the Panthers. Then what were we at? The Bears. What's next? The no, Panthers. At, uh, then the Bears. Man, we, we were at Saints. Yeah, that's a lot. Saints. I mean, do we even then the Falcons. No. So the Falcons. Yeah. So the Saints. The Saints. Lost, lost, lost. Do you I'm think? Taking, the here's my question. There is one question about the Saints, Cody, and that is: yeah. Are they better, or are they plateau? Like, or are they the same? And really, the problem with the New Orleans Saints for the last couple of years is that they have been the same. Not in the way that their actual team is built. Their defense got better. They but but they've never. They just haven't had enough to get over the hump. You know. So well, are the think- Saints again in a position this year that they're a, le- a twelve and four team, eleven and five team, but then can't get to the big dance? No, they they did, and I'm I'm so bad with names nowadays. They they just signed another receiver, the guy that was with Denver. But what, what was his name? Oh, the name yeah, uh, and then, yeah, Emmanuel yeah, Sanders. Emmanuel, yeah. Uh, so you have Emmanuel Sanders on. That's a good top. pickup. Yeah. yeah, no, that is a great pickup. I mean, listen, 
Um, you know, they got rid of Larry Warford, but they have a, a really highly graded um, uh, center prospect. That oh, Ted Ginn is a bear, bear too, guard. isn't he? Yeah, yeah, Ted Ginn's not on, on, not on their team anymore. He, uh, I think he's, he's a bear. What? Oh, CK, Cam Newton to Ted Ginn. Yeah. Drop. I'm oh, bro. how about this? Is that that's the one re the only time I will ever cheer against Cam Newton is if he's in Bank of America throwing an 80 yard bomb to Ted Ginn. I'm gonna be come on, Stone Hands. Come on, Stone Hands. You're not cheering will... against Cam, you're cheering against Ted, though. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. I will tell you one of the prettiest passes I have ever seen live was oh, Cam Newton to Ted. I Gannon. know. Was there it that was one, one in the back of the end zone where he no, caught no, it no, on not, his not fingertips and, and it was like, there's yeah. no way he's in bounds. That was a good one. There was one he, th I can't remember who they were playing, man. He threw right down the seam. He probably threw it 40 yards and there were two guys right there, man. I had no idea how Ted Ginn came out of this with the ball, but he never stopped. Like it was never, him, yeah. it was never a situation where he got hit or whatever. Like he ran through these two guys and somehow untouched came out with the ball and it was perfect, a perfect pass. I'm going to find that and put it on here because that's the best pass I've ever seen in football. So the Panthers, oh, and eight start <laughs> Brad Dugan says <laughs> in the chat, uh, with back to back losses against the saints and the, oh, so here, the Panthers hosting the Falcons in prime time. That doesn't give you guys any. That's a loss. I know. Yeah, no, I actually here. This is the second win. I say we're two and six here. We win this game because we're a team that's built for Thursday night football. Hmm. Thursday night football hmm. is always awful. It's fucking horrendous. The teams never play well. The games are always a shit show. And that's exactly what the Panthers are built for. The Panthers win here 17 to 12 or some shit like that. No. No, no, no. We, we, we're playing Atlanta on a short week after coming off the road from New Orleans. Nah, dude. I, I just I, yeah. look. Man, I don't, yeah, Let's see yeah, who the in, Falcons in would be playing time, that week. Such a, the, the Panthers are such a disappointment in prime time. I, I mean, I just I, I don't know, man. That just doesn't seem like a recipe for success. The Falcons um, are coming off a home game against the Lions. Mm, you're right. I mean, you got a lot. You got some good points there. Cody. Yeah, That's man. Good points. Yeah, dude, they're going to be riding a little bit of momentum. We're coming off of a short week against the Saints on the So, road. are you saying we're 0 and 8 then? Well, or 1 and no. 7? Because I no, said 2 I... and 6. So, if I'm out of my mind, then you've got to be 1 and 7 or 0 and 8. I'm at I'm uh... looking at 5 and 4. <laughs> Excuse me, excuse me. I'm sorry. Five. Four and five. Okay, that's what I was saying. Wait, wait, wait. No, four. Wait, four and four. I'm sorry. We're only game eight. Four and four. What am I oh looking at? Oh my goodness! Rose-colored glasses, Greg. Mm. All right. Four and four. So the Panthers. Then here, if things, if you didn't think that sucked, hosting. I think we're two and six. 
Two and six is what I think we are. That's what I said. Who's the wins then? Uh, I, I think we. Uh, I think we'll win week one against the Raiders, and I think we'll squeak one out against the Bears. Okay. Um, so things continue to look the same because the Panthers are on the road against the Saints. Then they host the Falcons on Thursday night football. And then on 11, <laughs> November 8th, they got to go on the road to face the Kansas City Chiefs, followed by the Buccaneers. Oh, my so goodness. What you're saying is we have a chance. No. Not, oh, uh, well, oh, oh yeah. What, what I'm saying is we have a chance for Greg to pay me $10, and we have a chance oh. for us to get Trevor Lawrence. Uh, yeah. No, I, I honestly, the more we talk about this schedule, I, I see that more and more of a possibility. I don't think yeah. that – I don't I agree. think the layout of the schedule helped us at all. Like, I don't think no. like there has been I, the the part of it that I w- am slightly concerned about is the winnable games are all home games, meaning that we're more likely to right. win those. Yep, yep. Um, and so that could we could find ourselves in a situation where we kind of get screwed out of the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes, but um, or you know any any of the good quarterbacks, I guess you could say, but well. I don't know. It's it's such a hard thing to predict because when you think about it, if Ted Teddy Bridgewater is who they believe that he is, um, I mean, in our coaching staff to sign him to the deal that they signed him up to, um, our offense should be sitting pretty well, assuming they can get that offensive line in order. Um, it's just the question mark of the defense, and it sounds like we've filled up a good amount of the holes that we had, but with a lot of question marks. So, all right. So this is the Chiefs are week nine. Um, CK is Teddy Bridgewater still playing at that point? So, week nine. It it depends upon his health. I think is that if he if he's healthy, well, he's can playing. is he healthy in week nine? Is he still alive in week nine? I I just I I think so. I think he makes I it. I think week he nine. is because I think that our offensive line finds a way to hold up. Um, but I don't think it's going to be easy. I think he's going to be on the ground a lot. It's just a matter of... I saw him post on Instagram that he rode like 72 miles on his bike the other day. So I like that. I'm rooting for Teddy. He's almost like too lovable. Like, <sighs> ugh. You know what I'm saying? His name is Teddy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, so then, you know? say so the Chiefs, on the road against the Chiefs, the Panthers got to then come home. And the host Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, and then oh, this is uh, so. Then the, then they get the Lions at home. Now the Lions at home for the Panthers at this point is should be a loss on paper, right? Um, but you don't I mean, know don't what's going to happen with Matt Stafford. Right, yeah, we don't know what his health will be. If we're worried about Teddy Bridgewater's health, you got to be worried about Matt Stafford's as well. They are a better squad than us right now, pound for pound. So this is this is you know how you had this like weird hatred toward Philip Rivers, and you're yeah. like the, the the guy is like I'm tired of hearing about this guy. Like I'm the same way with Matt Stafford, dude. 
Like Matthew Stafford is such a nothing burger. Like they always talk about. He threw oh, five thousand yards like two or three times. Yeah, who gives a shit? He hasn't won a single playoff game in like what twelve fucking years. Like the the dude is so overhyped. The the narrative is always, oh, if you put a team around Matthew Stafford, he's gonna be good. But dude, now they have two good running backs. Like I don't know, man. It's just it's hard to know what this Lions team is gonna be like. But I don't know, dude. I'll, I'll say they got win. Desmond Trufant we'll now. Third win of the season. They got Desmond Trufant, Jeff Okuda, right? Um, let's see. Who else? Yeah, but um, is their defensive line going to be that much better? I mean, I know they signed Trey Flowers. Uh, um, so they have Deshaun Hand, right? Isn't he pretty good? Trey Flowers. They've got, um, let's see, any other names up here that ring a yeah, bell? I, don't think that, I think that's a very winnable football. That might be the last winnable football game late in the season for Carolina, in my opinion. I think that's a winnable hmm. game. Let's see. Their D tackles are Jashawn Cornell, John Pentinini, uh, uh, Shelton. <laughs> I don't know his name. I can't say it right. I don't know any of oh, their dude. defensive tackles. Nick Williams, Kevin Strong. All right. So Kevin Strong wears number 92. Here are numbers beside their name. So I guess that there's their son, Jonathan Wynn. Jonathan Wynn. I feel like I've heard that name before from Vanderbilt. Uh, when it comes to. None of those names really move the needle for me. Like, see, running back Ty Johnson, Carry On Johnson, Bo Scarborough, and they just got DeAndre Swift. So Swift can be a nuisance. Danny Amendola, Kenny Galladay, yeah. Galladay, and Marvin Jones. Bit. They're yeah. all right. You're right. It's, it shouldn't strike fear in us. But that's a game. The Panthers, I think that goes back to what CK is saying, is the games that the Panthers could possibly win, the problem is they're at home. The Lions at the Panthers, because then the Panthers go on the road to face the Bronco, I mean, the Vikings and then host the Broncos. I don't know if the Vikings have gotten better fast enough for me. They lost Linville Joseph who's a former ECU player. He went to San Diego on to join that tough defense. They left Stefan Diggs. Mm -hmm. They did add another weapon at that position. uh, They they drafted Justin Jefferson from LSU. Mm -hmm. What's that going to do for their team, Cody? Well, I I mean, that's going to open them. He had like over almost 1,500 yards receiving, 14 touchdowns. I mean, again, he was a part of that crazy LSU team. So, um, you know, I think he's a he's you know they they should be able to seamlessly transition from Stephon Diggs to Justin Jefferson and not be able to lose a beat. Um, yeah, I mean it's one of those things where what's the head coach's name? Zimmer? My uh, is it Mike Zimmer? Zimmer? Yeah, 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 dude, Mike. I just respect the hell out of that dude. Like I feel like his rosters are always kind of up and down, but dude, his defense is always. Like they always have a legitimate defense. Always. Even in bad years. a lot years, sort like, of like a Ron not. Rivera, but probably we think he's cooler. Yeah. Like we yeah, like, I mean, you know why we like him? Why I like him is because what was it when they asked him 
about the status of the kicker, and he was like, ask me tomorrow, and then they cut him or some shit like that. Do you remember he did something about that field goal kicker? And he was like, and they asked him a question after the game. And he just was like, you'll know tomorrow. <laughs> and then Mug was cut like when he walked out the door. He is um, a badass. And, you know, um, I, I think he's kind of a tough coach. I think we we always respect him because the Vikings – in some years that we thought the Panthers were going to be good, came in and knocked us on our head. You know, and not over the top, like beat us down, like at the point category, but physically beat us. You remember, they're the ones that put Michael Orr in the concussion protocol. Um, Dude, they beat the hell out of You know, them. and they just physically beat us. We played that one game where it was like 12 to 9 or whatever. And the ball, it was like negative seven. Do you remember? And they said like kicking the football was like kicking a cinder block. Ugh. You know, that type of thing. So here, the Panthers, The so we're on the road against the Chiefs. Then we host the Bucks. Then we're against the Lions, hosting the Lions. Then on the road against the Vikings. Then hosting the Broncos. I say after after the Vikings, the Broncos could a be a win at home. Again, this falls in the CK category of a winnable game at home. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, I disagree completely. Why? I, I don't think they're going to. Why? But, no, I'm you don't think it's winnable. You don't think we come in here maybe dogs by like two points? They have they have Von Miller coming back. They have Nick Chubb coming back. Um, they, they, I don't have their draft in front of me, but they drafted some good defensive players. They have, so remember, they drafted a wide receiver, TD Lamb. Was that who went to? Yeah, uh, no, 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 no. They got, um, Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy, that's who it was. Yeah, so they got Jerry Judy, then they got KJ Hamler. They went wide receiver. This is some John Elway shit. Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, and then Michael Ojemedia, Lloyd Cushenberry. And, but that's another. Like I was on yep. And so this is another thing. McTelvin to think about too, like, The Denver Broncos are in that division with the Kansas City Chiefs. And what do the Kansas City Chiefs do? They put up a ridiculous amount of points. So they went offense. And they have a big-arm quarterback in Drew Locke going in his second year. And, you know, they feel like if he can take another step, that might be their own version of Patrick Mahomes. They want to attack downfield. Um, Noah Fant uh, they have on their team, the tight end from Iowa that they drafted, uh, not this past draft, but the one before. I mean, they're going to have a, a, a decent offense, um, you know, because they have to compete in that AFC West division. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, that's another loss in my opinion. Brad hey, Dugan says 2-12. and 12. I'm with you. Team. I'm with you, I'm Brad Dugan. I think uh, just – Mark me down for that. Yeah. For the hey, season. Also in the chat, man. Four, what? Uh, two and 14 what? is what I think. Yeah. Also in the chat, was it Tyler Lovato has called out <laughs> Panthers got F0? He's going to put a $20 on the line to the show if the Panthers win seven games. So loser donates 20 bucks. That's interesting. I like hey, that. all right. Yeah. <laughs> if it, it, hey, and you know what? <laughs> We're winners. Do that. Exactly. Bet, yeah. bet like that. that. Bet that. <laughs> we'll all get lights like CK. 
<laughs> there you go. Um, so the Panthers then, uh, after hosting the Broncos, in which is a possible game, but see, uh, Cody's made it sound more difficult. Yeah, a lot of faith in Drew Locke there, but he did look pretty good. You know, he wasn't he yeah. wasn't bad. So too. They got Nick Chubb coming back. Yeah, but I feel like this is anytime a team you see them go so heavy handed. I feel like John Elway don't doesn't really respect the defense. But didn't we just go all defense? That's pretty heavy handed, wouldn't you say? They won, they won a Super Bowl. Well, I don't think we're going to be good. That's true. Um, and That's second, good, yeah, yeah, but John Elway really did not only go all in on defense that year. He had. You know, they still had Peyton. They still had Demarius Thomas. They still, I think Demarius Thomas was. Shell of himself, though. Sure, sure. But it wasn't like they come. I feel like they didn't invest a. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I just feel like this is, I feel like John Elway is always drafting quarterbacks. He's always trying to get that Mm -hmm. offense cooking. It's just not working. But you make a compelling argument there, and I like it. I like it. So I think the Panthers are two and what would that be? There's three games left. So that'd be two and two and uh, two and 11. You're saying two and 11. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Two and 11. Then they go on the road against the Packers road, Green Bay, December. Disgruntled, disgruntled Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, right now we would just say this is that they were the Packers were like a twelve and four team last year. Yeah, yeah, but let's not yeah. get into that. Cause, okay, yeah. but here I'm not yeah, trying to right. say that the Panthers are going to go on the road and steal one in Green Bay in the snow. Yeah, I don't think that. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. Well, then the Panthers then go on the road against the Redskins, mm-hmm. facing Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera, I saw they asked him uh, about facing Carolina. And he said, oh, we play them like he tried to act surprised. Wait a minute. Real quick, before we move on from Green Bay, the the Panthers website has it listed as the 19th slash 20th. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to ask about that earlier. TBD. Flex game type? Yeah. Yeah. Could be flex this Saturday. Am I going to put Green Bay in prime time on Monday or something? Is that a December game? Yeah. Yeah. Number 19th. Might put or, it on um, Saturday. It might be. Yeah, it might just be based on. Hold on. They might have have it's every every team has that same thing on theirs. December 19th uh, like, is a Saturday, so it could be a Saturday at like 830 game. Yeah. yeah, every if you look at everybody's schedule, I think they have that. That's the last. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anything to get Green Bay in prime time, right? They're not going to play on a Saturday. I think it's the weekend before Christmas. So yeah, the nineteenth is a Saturday. It's called. That's what it is. That's what it is. The week before Christmas. That's why. I think they have to. Yeah, that. I, I don't think college football is playing. Hold on, the week before Christmas. Wouldn't it affect the? Wouldn't it make more sense to affect the? Is that the last week of the season? No, there's two no, more. It would. It would make more sense to affect the next week then, though, right? Because you're. At the nineteenth, you're still six days away from Christmas. Yeah, but it's the. But then you get, then you get to do this. You get to football. You get to do football on the twenty sixth and the twenty seventh. 
They're trying I think to their thought. Yeah. yeah. I think okay. their thought is I, okay. that most people that celebrate Christmas the weekend before instead of after. Because okay. right now the Panthers are scheduled to play. Go. All right. So did you want to talk about the Packers at all, Cody? No. After that. We we talked about them a lot with after Cody's the draft, like, so. just let me go play Warzone, please, before my wife kills me. No. Um, <laughs> Red Panthers on the road against the Redskins. Sadly, I don't think fan. that I think that's a loss too. I think it's a win. I, I don't see I don't I don't know though, man. Like I, I don't want a tough one to decipher. I don't if, yeah. With Dwayne Haskins at the helm, I don't I don't trust that team enough to be able to win. I think um, Alex Smith's gonna come and be a quarterback. No way, dude. That dude He has done. been throw I saw him throwing on Twitter, like working out yeah, hard. A lot Let him take one hit. Colin Kaepernick throw it on Twitter. I, I, I promise you this is Ron yeah. Rivera would start his ass. Dude, <laughs> exactly. I, I, yeah. I just don't know what kind of teams they're gonna be because I feel like they have the potential to be a surprise team. Like yeah. am I alone in that? Like their defensive line for all they're gonna be a good team under Ron. They might be eight and eight. They might be ten and six. They might be six and ten. But you know they're and, gonna be trying to beat your ass, beat you up every week. And yeah. we also just assume after watching one year of a quarterback that a quarterback ain't shit. Right. Like I agree. Stop. People have to stop pretending that they know who Dwayne Haskins is. Like the dude broke Big Ten records, broke all of Drew Brees' Big Ten records. Like, give the guy an opportunity before you just start shitting on him and say, "Oh, well, they should have drafted to or oh, they're going to be in the running for Trevor." Like, uh, uh, apparently they're favored to have the number two pick in the draft again uh, going into next year. I just don't, I don't see them being that bad of a football team. Like, I don't follow them. I don't know. But I think that could be yeah, a surprise. on at their house, a winter game. Yeah. That's a Ron Rivera. Let's go fucking punch these guys in the mouth. You know that. Yeah, you, yeah, do you remember yeah, when yeah, he gave that, that speech against the Pittsburgh Steelers? Like you know, yeah. he's going to be giving that speech in that halftime. I don't fear Ron. I fear that roster. That's what right. I say. I feel. Okay. I, I fear they have a good. I fear Ron this. I fear Ron is this, is that he's going to put together a competitive team. Like, you know what I mean? They might not be outstanding, but, like, if they're doing their shit together pretty well. Yeah, Ron Rivera is, uh, when he has a good roster and a good defense, he's fine. He's a good coach. It is fine. But, you know, they weren't going to win or lose because of Ron. Well, it, true, it's true. And then the Panthers close the season uh, hosting the Saints on um, second year in a row. January 3rd. It, it, they third always, year. we always yeah. play the Saints yeah. or the Falcons right in the last yeah. two weeks. That Thank God true. we don't have two division games to close it out. Well, right. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Tony, based on my schedule I'm looking at, by that point, we're five and 11, or excuse me, five and 10. Man, and it's coming I, down and, and to the wire, huh? This game is going to be the game that decides. And I want to let you know, you're going might be in trouble if this game is the game that decides that because if the Saints have already locked up to say the number 1 seed or yeah. the number 2 seed, they, they can't go anywhere. I don't think they get they're, to do no, that anymore. There is no number two. I think the new rule, I think the new rules change that. Yeah, they there is no number 2 seed. 
Okay. Well, okay. If the Saints can't change their position based on a win or a loss, I mean, there's no number two seed, but there's a second ranked team. I mean, you may not call it the number two seed, but well, I think yeah, but there will um, be, and, and they will get the next best. Matchup. Only one team gets I mean, a buy now. Verbiage, but right, <laughs> only one time team gets a buy. All right, well that's fine. You so you think the Panthers yeah. are gonna, you know, catch the Saints sleeping? If they have nothing to lose, it would it would behoove the Saints to make to let us win like they did two years ago. Didn't two teams it. from each conference get a buy before? No, you. It, Two teams from each conference. Yeah, yeah each, I think only team. one now gets a buy, right? Or from each conference. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, only one gets, but it doesn't matter. Even is that if you don't right, get the buy, CK? Am, I, am I wrong seed, on that? No, only one may, team gets the buy. It's the number one seed. Right. And you may be right on that, but what I'm saying is it doesn't matter if you're locked in the number two seed. It doesn't matter if you get that buy or not. You're locked in the number two seed. You're locked in that game. A win or a loss is not going to affect you. It's good. They're going to play the same way as if they had a buy or if they're locked in that seed, is all I'm saying. It might change. It might suck okay. to be the number two seed and not get a buy, but it's still the number two seed. Taysom Hill yeah. comes in and slays Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe or even mm. even worse, Jameis Winston. Maybe. Mm. Oh, God. all right. I got <laughs> yeah, the Panthers I, I winning two games now. right now. Three, as I see, is realistic. Four, I see, is optimistic. Five and six, I see, is ridiculous. I think, I think the floor. Is two. I think the, the floor is two, not even one. Well, I mean, dude, we could okay. Lose All right, I like that. Floor is two. I, I, see, I see our range between two, somewhere between two and four. Right. Maybe five if one of these games has dumped. Like, okay, so for like, I can kind of rank them as games that I could see being swung either way. Like Arizona. Yeah, I think they're going to beat us, but I can see us winning that. That's our second home game. There's a few of these games that are kind of like, I have no idea what the Lions are going to be. So, you know, I think that we're going to beat the Lions, but who knows? Um, you know, it's, yeah, somewhere yeah. between yeah, two, and, two and four, maybe five. I don't know. Uh, Panthers God in the chat room says we're going Six ten oh. All right, you're listening to the C three Panthers podcast. The number's two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. Let's go ahead and get into the cat calls, guys, and see what the fans want to talk about this week. So, what are your thoughts on cat calling? Yeah, it's pretty. Sh- you shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel? Uh, very uncomfortable. So, how do you think cat calling makes the person feel? It feels good, like. Hey, no, it is Joey the Blind Panther. Uh, so I heard today that Larry Warford got released. Cover me. So, uh, I think that means that Marty Herney, Hardy Murney, whoever he is, I don't know at this point, uh, he should go get him. Because, I mean, he played most of his games protecting Drew Brees, but he knows Bridgewater well enough. He certainly knows uh, uh, Joe Brady well enough. So he should be on our team. And, uh... Luckily, he's released, so we don't have to give the Saints jack shit. 
So, what do you guys think of that? We need offensive line. I can't believe we didn't get that in the draft because, let's be honest, Teddy Bridgewater's knee exploded. So, I love that Joey's keep pounding, guys. <laughs> keep pounding. Um, okay, it's just me and you. We've been ditched. Yeah, we've been ditched. Um, yeah, they ditched us, but uh, yeah, yeah go that's ahead. Dude, Cody is the best name on this podcast, anyway, bro. Uh, there you go. Uh, so yeah, man. Um, Larry Warford. I don't know. I mean, listen, it's hard. You know, would he make our team better? Absolutely. We have no idea who's playing left guard or right guard. You know, we're thinking it's going to be some um, formulation of uh, Matt Paradis, Greg Little at some position and um the guy from South Carolina whose name I always seem to forget. I don't know why. Um yeah, I just you know, I mean, would he make the team better? Yes. Do we have the money to do it? I don't think so. And frankly at this point in time, like I mean, you know, I don't know if this late in the season or in the off season yeah. either you're gonna see the Panthers make a move to better the football team. Now, if they, were, <laughs> if they were really serious about winning and giving Teddy Bridgewater some extra protection, then yeah, maybe. But then you also have to realize this. Like, what? why did they release Larry Warford? The fact that someone has been to a Pro Bowl, that doesn't say anything about what their recent film has been. So, I mean, the, the Saints decided to let him go and they decided to go younger at the position. They just let him go. So what was the reason for that? You know, what 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 are we bringing on to the team that we don't know about? Dennis Daly. Thank you, Brad, for reminding me. Didn't, don't sleep on Dennis Daly. <laughs> we can't. So good. So good. And not afford to sleep on him because he has to play football. I like that uh, shirt you got on, by the way, Cody. Oh, yeah. Got that keep that. pounding. It's the, uh, no no international well, games this year, though. Canceled them. Well, yeah, Lynn was in the chat room talking about that earlier, saying that she liked the novelty of it, having to get up early, coffee and football. It's a little bit different, but yeah. Well, it's not a novelty for her because she was on the West Coast for so long. And that is so biz- – now she's on the East Coast. She's got to adjust to nighttime games, staying up late to watch football. Um, tailgates are different. You know, um, when Mel Mayock was always on the show back in the day, he was living in Las Vegas and he said he loved getting up and just like making breakfast and watch, like starting your day watching football. And then it was over by three o'clock or four o'clock. You like still had a day after it. Sunday football takes all day for us, right? If you watch football, if you watch the Sunday night game, kick off at 8 20, you're going to bed, you got to work on Monday. It's a long, you know what I'm saying? It's some, those are, it's close to midnight when that game. That's true. 
Yeah. It was over. All right. So, uh, but you're right, is that the one thing that's great about the um, the international games for people on the East Coast is that we got that novelty of being like a West Coaster watching football, like what would, what they get every week. All right, yeah. let's go on to the next call, 252-228-1598. Panthers podcast, how y'all doing? Y'all know who it is, the world-famous G. Cavassier. Once again, I hope everybody there listening and all you gentlemen that's running the show are keeping safe during this damn corona shit. Hey, you too, I know y'all seen the news today and probably been online. Today is Steve Smith's birthday. Man, I miss that dude, man. I really do, man. I really, really, really do, man. I wish he would have stayed with us, man, because I believe if he was with us, we'd have won our last Super Bowl. But anyway... The reason why I call it is um, I, I know this Cam turned up, 31 to today too. season this year. But something that a lot of people are not talking about with the Panthers, our offensive line looks pretty damn good this year. Ooh, man. that's what I've been saying. I mean, we got some veterans up there. And I truly, truly believe the offensive line is going to get some daggone media play. I really, really do, man. I mean, we got a good left tackle. You know, and, you know, Taylor Moten is still there. We added some other pieces, and hopefully good old Paradise, as I call him, Paradise, can play pretty damn good at damn center. I know last year he was coming off an injury and shit, you know what I'm saying? But, mm-hmm. damn. You know, but I, I truly believe offensive line is going to hold up against the Blitz, and I think it will open up lanes for, you know, C-Mac. And last but not least, quick question. Since Luke is gone, who do you think is going to play the middle linebacker? You think it's going to be... Shaq, or do you think it's going to be a linebacker we picked up from um, Oakland? Here, Whitehead. That's something nobody has like really, really talked about. Who is going to play the middle linebacker? Give me your thoughts on that, and always remember, y'all, keep pounding. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. All right. Well, I think in true in true interest, I think that uh, the the linebacker question is is going to be a competition in 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 the uh, in training camp. I don't think it's going to be anybody assign that role until they actually get a really good look at both of those guys. Let's look at what the unit is right now. I right now you. to hear Whitehead, uh he's six one, two thirty three. Born in nineteen ninety. So what is that? Is that five years is his fifth year in the league? He's no, fifth draft round. Yeah. All right, fifth uh draft round is pick. He was fifth round pick. Um, all right. We've got him. All right, so outside linebacker, Brian they've got Brian Burns listed as a linebacker, Shaq Thompson, Christian Miller, Jordan Kunuzik. I don't know who he is. Uh oh, Jordan Kanasik from Cal. <laughs> Kanasik, Kanasik, Kanuzik. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? (laughs) Nobody's going to say his name ever again after this. Little Uh, lady, right? We just call him Cun. (laughs) That sounds sounds like an insult. Jermaine Carter Jr. Jermaine Carter Jr. can play a little bit. Andre Smith. You know, uh, they're actually probably, we're going to have to see one of those guys produce because that's it, homie. That is it. We're going to be running a 3-4. Because you can't put three linebackers out there. You, you actually have to put four, and they need to be defensive ends. Really, they've got they've got Brian Burns listed as defensive end now. 
No, as a linebacker. They do have him as linebacker. Yeah. Wait, Man, this dude. is lineups.com. Hold it. This is not the Panthers. Line. Well, but I'm sure they're just jacking the shit off the Panthers site anyway. Brian Burns is not about to just. He's not about to play the Thomas Davis strong no, sideline. No, he's an outside. I think we're going to do this. I think that really when you run a 3-4, you only need two traditional style running uh, linebackers. And then the other two are big stand-up DN kind of guys. So I could see them putting Brian Burns out there. I could see them putting Christian Miller on the other side. Marquise Haynes. Um you know what I'm saying? So I just don't really. God, Robbie Anderson's picture, guys. <laughs> oh my God, is so awesome. I wish I, I need to find a way to show this to you. <clears throat> Hold on, y'all keep talking. I gotta show this to you. All right. Uh, how about the weather, guys? Oh, yeah. shut up! Come on, you can do better than that. <laughs> hey, no, I, I was thinking the same thing though. Back, I think. Uh, right around the draft time, we were talking about how our offensive line we didn't didn't solidify anything, and I wanted to bring that point up. We kind of got past it before I got there. That I don't think our offensive line is that bad. I think that we're probably the strongest we've been in at least the last two or three years, wouldn't you say? But I I think we had this conversation last week. I agree. How is that true? If we're all picking us to be. Uh, a two between because two and five wins. Y'all are all picking them. I'm saying they might make six. I also throw out the possibility they could win nine in a, in, in a world that I see. But that is. But offensive line is not everything. Just because you have a good offensive line doesn't mean you're going to win games. It, it takes more than that. Right. It's just be- that's it's a good, good point. That doesn't mean we're going to win. It just means it's better. Right. Yeah. This is my concern. Teddy Bridgewater is not an inaccurate quarterback. And he's not all of a sudden going to be an inaccurate quarterback uh, next year either. So I have no problems about Teddy Bridgewater hitting the marks. My problems are all about protection. In my mind, I think with with Joe Brady and and this system, I mean, I don't know how long it's going to take for them to implement that system and be comfortable executing it. But, I mean, with our receivers, with the, the play calling and Christian McCaffrey, if we have a good offensive line, our prospects for this season are way better than we're giving them credit for, I think. Now, yes, you have to play defense, but, I mean, the Panthers, if we have a good offensive line, we should be able to score with anyone. The problem is I just don't think we're going to be because I don't trust. I'm not going to give this offensive line the benefit of the doubt until they prove that they can actually be a good offensive line. I don't trust that interior until I see them play well. Where are we weaker than we were last year on offensive line? On uh, the, the interior. Yeah, the okay. guards. But are we also not stronger on the tackles? So, I mean, whatever. We, have, we had the upgraded center with, with Paradis. We had one year last year. I mean. He was bad last year. So he wasn't bad last year. He was. He offered. Uh, I gotta look at. I gotta look it up now. Pressures uh, of like any center in in football. Uh, but I was, think that also, to be yeah. fair to him, I agree with our that. I don't think Paradis was great, but I think that also leads to the fact that we didn't have a good offensive line across the board, right? And that makes it a lot more difficult on a center when you have to sit there and worry about everybody else's knowing their protections. 
Um, that's where yeah. I think that is. I think this year will hopefully allow Paradis to actually focus on his job and not make sure other people are doing their jobs too, which I know is part of the center's position. I'm still hopeful Paradis can actually pull this out because he was a high-rated center. I want you guys to switch over to the YouTube so you can see what I just put up. But I just put up a picture of Robbie Anderson that's listed. So when you go to this lineups.com. I think it's about a a 15 to 20 second delay. Oh, my gosh. And I know it was so small, but he looks like homie from uh, Don't Be Drake. It it looks like Coolio, bro. No, no, he looks like uh, one of the The Wayans brothers from Don't Be Drinking the Juice in South Central. Yeah. He looks like a uh, Marlon Wayne from Scary Movie. That's yeah, what I was thinking. Yeah, same. Yeah, yep, that's it. Um, Matt Paradis last year, real quick. Uh, almost 1,100 snaps played, three penalties, three sacks allowed. Tied for fourth in the league with sacks allowed, which is where pretty you get, good at uh, 32 uh, centers. Tied no, 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 no. One, where are you getting your information from? PFF. PFF? Well, mm-hmm. That that oh, hold on that was for last year. That was for last year. All the information in 2019 season. Yep. All the information, I, dude. He I, wasn't. I, look, I, this has been the main criticism about Paradis, right? There's been two that Panther fans have made, and, and it is has been anecdotal. So I think Greg putting some stats with it helps us, right? Because a lot of anecdotal fan comments have been as I saw Paradis on his back a lot. And then the other one was this, is that I think, and this is, I think, a legitimate criticism, is that you were were hoping that by losing, when you lost Khalil, by bringing in a free agent veteran at center, experience, communication, that the, the line would look more organized because of him. And I think that if there's anything that you could say is that it did not seem like a apples-to-apples jump from Khalil when he was at his best to Paradis. Mm-hmm. So, hold on. I, so then I also have It two. was slightly an upgrade, though, from Khalil the year before, okay, who was always on his ass. Both Khalil's. This is from PFF. The entire Baltimore Ravens offensive line allowed 74 total pressures Last season, Nate Solder alone allowed 51 pressures. Matt Paradis, a center, allowed for 47 pressures. So, by the way, Rodney Hudson, whoever that is, but this is from PFF, uh, has allowed 54 pressures in his career. Matt Paradis has allowed 47 pressures last season. How long? By the way, so by the way, so how long is that career? But this Miranda. is why that matters more than more than sacks, though. So when you're being pressured, that means the the defender has backed the center all the way up to the quarterback. Like that's in his face. But, but okay. nah, well, first I you're think right. they're probably a little lenient with pressures in PFF. But okay, yeah, is that here? Is he didn't play great? He didn't well, even play that good. But he's gonna have to play better well, than one, last season. You're right though, Cody. But I want to know okay. that guy you're talking about with his career. How many? How many years he played? How many snaps he played? Did he play 1,100 snaps last year? 
The guy well, you're talking I about? I don't know who Rodney Hudson is, but I'm that's just what I'm saying. saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did he play 1,100 snaps last year? Well, then why are you saying his name, Cody, if you ain't know who he is? No, because this is the point. 47 pressures? Dude, I don't care how you spin it. That's dog shit. Okay. I'll give you that. Nobody was praising him, though. Hold on. Now we're asking Teddy Bridgewater to play behind that same center, and we don't know what the left and right guard combo is going to be. It's going to, yes, it's going to be better because you have a Kung now. You have, yes, it's going to be better. I promise you this. All right, so I got, I will bet 10 Greg dollars uh, to you. (laughs) Call them that. Because they're my dollars. I'll bet you 10 Greg dollars that the offensive line this year is better than last year. How are you going to grade that, though? What's that going to be? I test. On? I test. I test? Ooh, that's tough. I bet you 30. Ooh. 30. He doesn't have 30 grade. So it's got to be worse? Wait, what's, what's a Greg what's dollar? What's the cash value of a Greg dollar? Yeah, yeah. We need to do it. We need to well, it's ten dollars. Uh, he's gonna um, he's gonna give me. Point zero 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 one one cents. What did he say? He says the same thing as something to right, unicorns. Let's uh, make the bet. The let's make the bet. Let's make the bet right now. Let's do ten. Let's just keep the ten dollar <laughs> marks. By the way, I sent you some money on PayPal. Did you get it? I did. Okay, did. cool. Cool. Um. So ten dollars. How are we gonna judge it? I think this is. I think we have to have like three categories. I think the eye test has to be one. Okay. Okay. Well. Well. Hold on. How about just numbers that we know we can measure? Sacks allowed. Yeah. Sacks allowed. Um. Uh. Um. I I would say rushing yards from scrimmage. Like, whoa, I mean, whoa, 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 whoa. All right. Uh, I mean, we just had. Yeah. We have to do something with the run blocking. Like, that's. Dude, All right. That so, we're going to. I'm writing it down. Sacks allowed. Uh, so I, I would say sacks allowed, pressures. Um, and uh, there are certain websites that will let you. Find out the yards, like the DVOA or shit. Yeah, yeah, like the 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 amount of movement your offensive line. All right. Generates. So those are our analytics. Now yeah, I want those. us to do this. I want to do some individual things, right? I want us uh-huh. to see this. Is Russell Okung upgrade from whoever we have for the last two years? You get to pick the person. <laughs> You pick the Anybody person. <laughs> One of the seven people we yeah, have. Yeah, pick them. You pick them. All of them. If I, against the field. Oh, we'll do that. Wait, Russell Okung wait, wait. against the field. Now we're going to do that. Ooh. Go ahead. What do you mean, though? Like, you mean wait, the entire rest of the NFL? Like he has no, the no. Against the football? field of... Past Panthers left tackles for the last okay. year, and like because we had like five last year. How many people did we okay. have play left tackle last year? Anybody Greg Little, in the last two years, yeah. Uh, you had Greg Little. Who else kicked out there? Was uh, Daryl Williams kicked out there? Yeah, yeah. Dennis Daly played at one point. <laughs> Dude, it was so embarrassing. So man. Russell Okung against the Carolina field is what I mean. 
But dude, that's so not hard. Like, I would take Russell. Well, no, you've been shitting on that move for the last weeks. Yeah, no, 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 you don't get to do that. You don't get to do that. Russell is, is who gives a shit. Like, it's it's all about can he stay healthy. It's, it's well, the not, thing, he didn't have a health issue. Like, he, he didn't have, like, an injury issue. It was a health issue. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if he's healthy, then, yeah, he's fine. But what I'm talking about is, from a football stance, the interior is is our issue. The, the offensive interior line. We have a center that gave up 47 pressures last year. We don't know who's playing left guard. We don't know who's playing right guard. Whoever it is, they're not going to have a lot of time at that position. You know, whoever is going to fall in those two spots, that's not going to be You don't get to fucking say this because... I'm sorry, Cody. This is bullshit because you shit on the Okun pickup like it was nothing. So you cannot be like, oh, all of a sudden, he's a fucking real player. That because we got nothing for him. Like, it was a player-for-player player trade. That's great. That's great. It's a one-year patch fix. How about this? Will this tire survive this season is the question. Will uh, Russell Okung... Ooh, that's our next one. How about this? What is the Russell Okung... <laughs> Where is this conversation going? I don't know. <laughs> hey, you know what it sounds like? And it's something we should try to do. We should all come up with prop bets before the season starts and throw down some prop bets. I like it. And if they see at the end of the season how it ends up. Well, here's a good one for you. Will Okung start more than 12 games? Oh, gosh. I'm not taking that bet. Because I'm saying this. If he does, if he starts more than 12 games... I want myself to get a check on, like, you know, how we're looking at sacks allowed. We're good, looking at pressures. We're looking at DOVOAs. Okung against the fields. Okung, if he gives us 12 or more games, I think that that's a good, that that is something that should go to Tony with the better line. So, all right, we'll put that one. What else do you want to measure? Well, I no, want to take. I want to take Cody up on that bet for the offense. Just the straight up three stats offensive line. I'll take you $10 on that if you want to go. Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Or one again. piglet. Or one piglet. Yeah, whichever you like. Or so. a pig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm into bacon. CK, do you think um, if you could pause Warzone for a second? Yeah, and I'm, not I'm just teasing, <laughs> man. I'm just teasing. That's what they told his wife. That's what his wife says to him. He's like, he's going to call, He's CK is going to now call me no longer the professor, but my wife. <laughs> are there any other, what are your thoughts on how can we measure the Panthers offensive line? You know, because it is, it's not a statistical, like it's kind of, at some point uh, you also yeah, have to tough, say there's got to be a little a, feel to it too. Yeah, I mean, but, it is a tough, it's a tough thing to do. Um, I mean, is there and, anything and, uh, we can look forward to? Like, do we look at this? Is that, what about if, um, do what we about find an that? answer I mean, at left guard or right you, guard? Can you really put rushing stats into that? I think you got to. That is very, that is very kind of codependent, though. 
You know, like you, you could have is. a great offensive line and a running back just not hit the holes, even though I don't think Christopher McCaffrey will do that. But, but, I think but he made last year's offensive line look fantastic look good too. there for you know for a really a, a lot of those games the run offense. Uh, what do you do? Maybe yards bad. per carry. What if we looked at yards per carry? We could do that. Could you throw penalties in there? That's a big offensive line stat. False starts. Well, well I like that. Holding, like I, I mean, that's a big deal. It's shifty though. Yards per carry. A lot of that might end up being him. That's but what I'm saying. Like. Yeah. But yeah, but that that leans to you guys. That's actually helpful to you. But you know what is the number then? All right, if he is shifty, is it four yards? If it's over under, well, let's see what he averaged last year. Y'all um, talk about the weather, CK, Mister. I take the mic and <laughs> give what us the. It? I said talk about the weather while looking up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, ben, look nice outside. Stop! <laughs> I didn't really mean it. It's cold, man. I want to plant my damn plants, and I can't do it. Uh, have you guys, have you guys seen the uh, John Krasinski uh, some good news on YouTube? Yeah, uh, I've heard about it, but I hadn't seen it yet. Did you see the new? Oh my uh, gosh! I kind of wanted girl. to cry during it. I'm not gonna lie. No. Christian McCaffrey like, averaged 4.8 yards a carry last year. He averaged Damn. 5 yards a carry in 2018. So let's say this, is that if Christian McCaffrey averages less than 4.2, you think that's a fair number? Well, once, well what's 5, five and 4.8? to? Four point like six is the average of those two. Would you want no, to just four point four point nine would be the average. But those are great. Yeah, four point nine would be the average. But still, like think about this: is that we're talking about a bad? Like we're not trying to measure Christian McCaffrey. We're trying to measure the offensive line. Correct. But we're seeing some re- relation between the two. So what I would say is this: is that if they average, if he averages. Four, three, or more, that's a good offensive line. Like you would say, very, very good. Under four, three, are you willing to say that they were but, not but, as good but, as before? Let's, let's, what's the number do we set it at? Do we set it at four? We were, so I, here's, no, one, no one would say that we weren't good offensive line last year. And and yet Christian balled out. But so we're trying a, to find Christian some measurements. Yeah, follow. we're trying to find some measurements though. Well, so but here's, here's, what, if, ahead, here's what it needs to be. It needs to be based off of sacks and pressures. I think that's got to be the only thing. And here's the the part of it is it, it, in order for us to say that it's better, we have to have a a, a, a it can't be three less sacks than last year. But right? what if he rushes for three thousand yards? It is, but what I mean by that is it's not better. It's not something that's tangibly better, right? Okay, but what if we say this? What if we're not trying to find out if it's better? We're trying to measure if it's worse. And 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 that's why I was thinking, Tony, when you're saying that, like, um, if you're trying to measure if it's worse, then the the line should be 
what Christian McCaffrey's average was last year, right? No, 4. that's uh, be, if, no, I mean, that's a historic eight, fucking if, season, if, if, if dude. McCaffrey's average. This I think is, that's I'm confused. Cody isn't arguing that the line is worse. He's not arguing the line is worse. He's arguing that the line is not better, as you guys. I think have he's arguing that it's worse. Stated. But okay, yeah, Cody, what are you arguing? Because I think he's arguing it's worse too. What are you arguing, Cody? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that it, it's worse from last year when you look See? at the interior. Yeah, but the exterior is better, so we're kind of a wash overall. What do you think? So you're trying to tell ah. me, CK, CK, we got to show that it's better. He just has to show that it's the same or worse. Yeah, because the burden of proof is not like like okay. I, I'm taking. Yeah, I'm taking. I'm trying to be reasonable with this. I they have to prove that they're better. All right. Well, you say 4.4 yards a carry. Will you give us that? If we get over 4.4, that at the very minimum, we're not stepping back as an offensive line. So say it to me again. If it's over 4.4. Like anything under 4.4 is a regression. Anything 4.4 and above is the same or improvement. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, is that the number that would make you feel better? Because I think that that's slightly unfair. Because, like, to think that Christian McCaffrey is going to average, gosh, that's awesome, dude. Five yards a carry, four yards, four point. He's average. That's fucking dope as fuck. This motherfucker gets it done. Let's (laughs) say he averages, you know, over 4.4. Tyler Duncan makes a great point. Uh, don't forget Joe Brady's offense is about getting the ball out quickly. So it's a different philosophy. He also thinks uh, Michael Schofield is going to end up being one of our starting guards. But my, my thing is this, they might be able to run the ball. Okay. But then like when it goes to pass protection, if Teddy Bridgewater doesn't have a lot of time to throw the football, then I mean we could be a better running offensive line than last year. And I would still say that we're worse off if, Teddy doesn't have time to drop back. See, so, that's why that, that's why I said include penalties because penalties are tangible. Yeah, we have to include penalties. Penalties is a, big. A, a false start. A false yeah, start that's a good question. One. Holding yeah. and question. So that's why that that's a good one. No, I that, think that's yeah. a great one to look at. All right, let's go ahead and get into the next call as we think about uh, how to compare offensive lines between year to year and administration to administration. Hey, everybody, this is Anthony Rochelle. I just wanted to uh, let you know about the schedule. Uh looks very interesting. Uh, I'm kind of glad we don't play the Patriots or the Steelers. You know, I don't like This neither, is like the only year I, I wouldn't like mind playing the Patriots. 31 right. teams anyway, but I just want to let you guys know um, the schedule looks pretty okay. I've I think we're going to good opponents. Is, fans you know, speak. Fans speak. Because they're Super Bowl champions. It's going to be uh, terrible. You know, it looks very interesting schedule. Um, think, thanks for everything. Go Panthers. Yeah, man. Thank you, Anthony, for that call. My man got a good name. Anthony is a strong name. Um, but I tell you this is that. You know what the best thing about the Panthers schedule is is we get to watch good football teams it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we're we're going to be able to pay attention to these teams that uh Yeah, that we're going to be watching the Chargers. Yeah. 
the and Bucks. Get to see what we missed out on on Justin Herbert. Um, you know, all, yeah, there's, there's a yeah. lot of things that are interesting. Um, we get I bet you Harris, uh, uh, Harrison Butker. Set on Justin Herbert though. We didn't have a chance for him. I'm saying, well, like, if we we no, wanted him, oh, you know, we were I all kind of rooting for. Okay. What about this, Harrison Butker with the 50 yard? Field goal win against the Panthers. Whatever, mm. whatever. Joey Sly's gonna hit the seventy-six yard field goal win. So I mean, it, like, who's our Harrison punter? Butler Matt Pilardi. Is the, our punter Matt yeah. Pilardi? Yeah. Huh? Thank Jesus, yeah. I could not remember his name when I was on the radio on Friday. All right. Yeah. So um, yeah, we get to watch good teams this year, though. Uh, what do you guys think? Do you think the Rams are gonna be any good? No. The no. Rams. Yeah. Mm, they're, 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 it's hard. Oh, that doesn't remind me, dude. Me. I, I, I'm torn because now I feel like I kind of have to unfollow Jordan Rodriguez on Twitter because now, now every, yeah, all of her shit is Ram stuff, and I just don't give a shit. Like, damn. It's like Jordan. caring about a pancake ass. Yeah. It's just like I just don't <laughs> yeah, really no care about it. That. Like, it's just like mm-hmm. I tried to care about it, but I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Cody. I do. <laughs> Brian <laughs> looked like a frying pan. Smashed it. All right, next uh, call. This is getting weird. Hey, this is Anthony Rochelle. <laughs> I just wanted to uh, explain um, Justin Fields from Ohio State um, looks like a cool fit for us. Really, and enjoy that quarterback i've seen some uh some playback of videos he's plays he looks like a good pick that we can get next year um what's your guys thoughts on that all righty god bless you um go panthers tight. thank you anthony rochelle and uh cody tell us this is that while we all have been infatuated with the tank for trevor talk because it has a good ring to it what if the panthers aren't the first pick and what if they are the first pick and they pick justin fields tell us about justin fields a little bit i think he holds the ball a little bit too long you mean what if we just suck for Justin? <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, sucking that, yeah, for yeah, Fields. Yeah. Just, yeah. Um, no, I think he holds out. the ball too long. Well, so uh, I'll say this, man. Um, the 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 paths of Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields have been linked together for a long time now. They were in the same class. Both played high school football in the state of Georgia. Um, the number one and number two players, respectively, um, in their classes, and some had one higher than the other. Um, you know, this is the thing. Ohio State, uh, I mean, you look at what Dwayne Haskins did, what JT Barrett did. Their quarterbacks have a lot of success. So I'm not going to all the way say that, oh, well, it's because that system at Ohio State is so good. Um, but I think that is a part of it. But at the same time, dude, Justin Fields has tremendous deep ball accuracy. He's a fan of Cam Newton. Like that's his idol. Uh, they've uh, done camps together. He's well, then I should be the fucking Panthers quarterback. Then I mean, dude, he has. Uh, you know, he I has have a that- shrine to Cam. 
Yeah, I mean, it's I, a you big know, giant I'm, I'm black dong. But uh, well, no, that's. Just... I have, I have, I have the suggestion: flop for fields. Oh, that's flop a good for one. Fields. Flop, for, flop fields. for fields. I like I that. I like that. Yeah. I mean, he mm. might be in play for us even if we don't have the number one pick. I mean, I, I'm fairly. I don't know. Oh, right. If I'm somebody else certain. gets Trevor Lawrence, and we're three. Right. That's yeah, Justin Fields. Yeah, Justin could fall to us. Um, but no, I, I love the talent, man. He does make some really accurate throws. He reads the field well. Um, I, I am concerned about the injuries a little bit with him. He's been injured in high school and he's been injured in college. Um, so I think durability might end up being a factor. But um, yeah, I mean, I think he is an option for us if we're sitting around four or five, you know, maybe three. Now, he could have a better year than Trevor. I mean, it's going to be a, a fun Whoa, to say that again, Cody. He could have he he could have a better year than than Trevor. Man, they have a wow. whole another they have a whole another year to play. And I mean, these two names have been linked together. They're going to continue to be linked together. You're talking about two incredible <laughs> talents. I mean, both of them have number one pick potential. Uh, Justin, six foot three, two hundred and twenty five pounds. A plus arm, mobile, you know, I think, you know, a, a lot still has to play out, but I would still rank Trevor based on what I have seen him do as a better NFL prospect. All right. So, uh, Joey, the blind Panther fan says, who is the new Caroline can, uh, the new Caroline can is Kristen Balboni. So we got the, the mob involved. No big deal. Yeah, no, Kristen Balboni. The Balboni family. From... No, I'm not, Joey. No, I'm not, Joey. Joey said I'm drunk. <laughs> no. My wife made me these beautiful Tom Collins drinks tonight, though, which are. I was going to ask you what you were drinking, yeah. Yeah. Dude, you destroyed that shit. Dude, Dude. I've had two of them. They're wonderful. Like, here, here's what it is. is so, first of all, Tom Collins is i don't know who he is but he's an amazing person but it's what uh the, it's what, um it's what robert de niro it's what robin robert robert de niro drank in meet the parents and meet the parents yeah or meet the fuckers maybe one of the two tom collins is a big deal it's just fruit juice and gin pretty good classic drink yeah uh joey says fields equals cam Mm, no way. Yeah. No way. Not even close, Joe. You're drunk, he's Joey. Not, he's not as big and as physically imposing as Cam. And but... he's not doing the things Cam did. He's at all. Really he is not doing no. what Cam did. You know he's no, not. And... Tony's drunk again. He said it. Joey's drunk. He said, fuck you, you're drunk. <laughs> Joey, you ate too many gummy bears. <laughs> or not. Um, Christine, uh, Kristen Balboni, the she's cute. Kristen Balboni, I like her better right. than Caroline can. No. I feel like it's Y'all in love. I, mean, I was I not like in love with Caroline genuine, and Ken. Though. Like with, with her, I don't feel like the content is as genuine as it was with Caroline can. 
Yeah, she has a cardboard personality. Yeah, it feels fake. Everything feels more fake than like it just doesn't feel as bubbly. I don't know if that's the right way to. I, it. I saw the interview mm. she did. She did a Zoom call with all the draft picks, and she was boring as shit. Really? Yeah, I, could, I, had, that, yeah, I couldn't just... finish watching it. I can't. Like I, I can't watch her podcast, even though it has. Uh, Tiffany Blackman, and you know, it had that one. Uh, it had our owner's wife on there. Whew, I um, love Tiffany, though. <laughs> yeah, oh, trust me. Yeah, that's, that's as long as we ain't got to deal with Carolina Blitz. That's the one I don't like. Oh, my Who? god, she's the one that, um, I'll, I'll find her name. Y'all go ahead, y'all keep talking. Her name oh, was, yeah, Car- I, think I know who you mean. She's she, she, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm, nah, like she was the one that was like smashing Jordan Rodriguez when that shit happened with Cam. I mean, she was, <laughs> she was trying to make her name on the opposite side, but she thinks she's, she's hot shit and she ain't. Well, anyway, I'm not gonna talk, John, but still, so hot shit to me. I need to follow the reporter game a little closer. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, what well, you got to do is it, this, man. is that we know uh, Cody's M.O. is just big thighs and big ass, and Cody's ready. To st- oh, that's man. what it is. He's ready. He's ready. I'm ready to go swimming. These little, these, little, <laughs> these little tiny blind girls don't do it for him. He said he's ready to go I like it. Yeah. I like it. I'm with you, man. I like, I like a lot of uh I like a lot of meat on my on my bone on my chicken bones. Dude, I'm like I'm like a skittles bag. I'm trying to taste the rainbow, dog. Whatever whatever's out there. I'm trying Where to- did we go with this? <laughs> All right, I think we got let me see. Do we got Oh, that was the last call. All right. It's an awesome football podcast. This is this is very been weird. This is a weird. Oh, shut up! Just play Warzone with CK. We should. We should just switch to ASMR. (laughs) What does that mean? This. Oh, oh! I want to know this. Is uh, CK? Tell me what the fuck the diamond shit's about. About what? Oh, (laughs) it's uh It's live me, dude. It's a. It's an app that. This, that guy that we were playing with apparently is a pretty big deal on there. He's got like 150,000 followers, but um, what the, does that diamond, do? Huh? What does that do? Like, what, like I mean, he's got when you like so when you look at the convert, like if you like the diamonds, e- certain amount of di- diamonds equals a certain amount of money that you can transition, like get from PayPal. Okay, and he has enough. He basically he has like three hundred thousand dollars <throat> worth of diamonds right now. Wow, yeah, dude. Um, it's a but, lot of I, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of diamonds, and his wife is, and that's not including his wife's profile. Is this the dude. hands guy we were talking with, Mister Jedi? Oh, where's he? Yoda the, what does he Yoda do? Well, how's he getting all these diamonds, bitch? I want some diamonds. He's a, Wait, is that the guy I was man. playing with you with, Yoda? Yoda best before? Yeah, yeah, Yoda best. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. With, yeah. He's he's uh, he's pretty cool, man. He. uh uh it's it's just like this you gotta look it up it's called live me it's it's a it's an interesting level who I, I, watches I downloaded this it just shit? to check it out who watches I, I this shit it's uh, people all over the world dude like it's so weird like it's weird but it's it's interesting so you're trying uh, to say that i've been trying to hack it on youtube 
since 2013. <laughs> and this motherfucker making 300 G's on live me. Yeah, yep. but it's 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 the the thing about it though is that so it's that not means that it. Google's making all the money. I ain't making shit. Live me is owned by Twitch, just so you know. But um, it's 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 an it, I can't, it's so hard for me to even explain what it is. It's basically people who just are you can't you stream with your phone's camera, right? And so you literally just talk to people. Some people like will do music. Some people will do um just literally talking to the camera um, it's like it, a it's, little tiktok meets youtube sort but it's straight it's live you know does so it, it not hold does it not to like archive them afterwards nope it does not archive they are just there and that's it yeah so hey, it's like snapchat back. meets because this is some nerd i'm gonna be telling you this is some nerd <laughs> now let's go back to talking about whoa, who whoa, whoa. Had- so it's like snapchat meets live broadcasting what it's like snapchat Dude. meets live broadcasting yeah yeah that's that's I'm a good way to old right now making these comparisons just trying to figure this out mm. uh homie sound old i'm not well, following he was, any of it tony was playing with us the other night and then somebody was talking about sending uh you sent me a what did he say he sent me you sent me like a uh thanks I'm for sending me an umbrella or something like that and then tony was like what are you talking about he's like it's diamonds it's just basically i got diamonds and then, uh, tony was like what do you mean diamonds? i mean he's like what? in the I'm diamond business and then he was in the diamond business then he was getting a hot water heater installed then he was getting the like it was like all this <laughs> shit going on that made no sense it's like hey i'm a diamond dealer a hardware repairman. It was crazy. But I've had a lot of fun uh, playing video games with CK lately. Um, Joey, I'm back on tomorrow night, y'all. I'm off Thursday. I'm getting on tomorrow night. Well, you missed it, man. We had some wins. Yeah. Dude, we had a back-to-back win. Nice. Yeah. Joey nice. Espovel says, uh, what about Sharon Thorsland? I had no idea who she was, so I looked her up, and what? she's she's a soccer uh, mom. Now I gotta look it up. I'm looking it up. Don't worry, we're all going there. (laughs) (laughs) Joey's relying on us at this point. He's like, that's a mean. No, it is, man. It's like, hey, y'all tell me what what I what I need to know. Oh, I like her better than ever than uh, Kristen Bauman. I like her better than Caroline Can. This is so weird. Next door shit. We're definitely uh, never gonna be getting Panthers to <laughs> get to the yeah, official podcast. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. All right. Her mom's got a lot of gums. No, she. Her mom has gums for days. Huge gums. <laughs> Huge gums. Is that how you say when you describe your friends, man, she's got really big gums, dude. Yeah, like, uh, you mean her boobs? Gorgeous. No, like her gums when she smiles. <laughs> nah, she's right. She's pretty. Huge. Oh, it's huge. Right. Who in right mind is listening to this shit right now? Twenty-seven huh? people. Dude, <laughs> people. We've lost twenty people. <laughs> That's nothing, dude. Look, we're two and a half hours in. Like, man, we dope as shit, dude. Like, take me, put me on live me, assholes. If I get 27. <laughs> two seconds. 
Good. Yeah. Sorry. You know what? Let's start streaming this show on live me and you'll be giving me diamonds forever. Forever, ever? Uh, dude, I'm going to be naked all the time if that's the case. I don't care what the right. rules are. You're naked now. Just We can't see the bat- bottom half of you. Yeah, on the bottom, but if we go to live me, dude, you're seeing nipples. It's a promise. <laughs> you are. You gotta, you're pretty hairy right now. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was looking at it earlier, man. You were letting it go Your shit wild, is bro. like hairy, hairy yeah. as fuck. I really need uh, some barbershops to open I tell you up. what. Is no, you dude, need you your... I need to go get my hair cut with your hairstyle. That's what I'm doing. In fact, I haven't had a haircut in like six weeks. I want Cody's hairdresser to cut my hair because she makes Kristen Balboni of that is impossible I will drive there I will drive there because she's way hotter than Kristen Balboni or Sharon Thorsland she's the hot she's so hot it's crazy I'm in love with her Cody, you need to get somebody to give you that uh, Robbie Anderson hair. Um, yeah, yeah, you could do that. You do that. Hey, I mean, CK, dude, can I'm, you I'm, get Robbie Anderson hair? I'm, I'm just, I, oh, it's, it's my so bad. late. Fuck you. My bad. All right, all right. <laughs> let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Let's ice some people up. No, hold on. I could be stunting on y'all. I could have earbuds in and not this headset and just let my hair just flow like the Pacific. Uh, I'm telling you, your hair is gorgeous, bro. Your your hair game is makes me jelly, and I got good hair. Thank you, man. I mean, here's here's the thing. You need to be getting a fan right in front of you. You can just do this shit. Oh, you're like our little Jesus on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) He just did it. He just did it. You actually had a fan. No, I I, I will. I'm going to let the hair. uh, Yeah, you're like our little Jesus. You're a little Panther Jesus. You got that action going on. All right. So let's ice some fuckers up and get the hell out of here. What you got? Somebody. I got it. I am icing up Robert Pattinson. Oh, no. What did he do? Did he turn down the Batman role? No, he did not turn down the Batman role. But Robert Pattinson, actually, it's not even him. It's his publicist, whoever whoever his agent is that should be telling him what to say and what not to say. Robert Pattinson says today that he is not going to work out, and he's not working out for playing the role of Batman. And look, I may be a nerd, but look. Batman, the Batman, is one of the most iconic characters around the world. I don't care who you are, how old you are. When you're from the time you're three years old, the rest of your life, you know who Batman is. Some Everybody knows who Batman is, okay? If you're going to play the greatest detective in the world, a ninja, you, you commit to the damn part, okay? You're getting paid millions of dollars to do this. There are plenty of actors who would die for this role, and they got passed up for this role for you to play it. And you're not even going to work out. I do not want Bruce Wayne to look like a guy that I could take out in a street fight. That's all there is to it. I don't care what suit you put on him. I don't want Bruce Wayne to look like somebody that I could go be, come up behind and take out if I want to. Or not behind, in a fight I could take. And that's just, 
Pattinson, commit to your role, damn it. I mean, I know we're a long ways out. Production's been pushed back. But, dude, do something, man. I do not want to see a Batman that looks like a damn string bean. I do not want to see a, a Twilight vampire Batman. I want to see a guy who at least looks like a superhero. That's all I'm saying. So, to Robert Pattinson, ice up. Stop being lazy. Ice up. I had hope for him, too, man. I, I still do. I mean, it may still be good. I'm still going to pay to go see it. But this bothers me when you don't have Dude, commitment to that role. You know, but if you want to see some of the funniest shit in the world, listen to Robert Pattinson talk about Twilight. Mm-hmm. He hates it just <laughs> as much he as, as the yeah. fans. And he's like, yeah, this shitty ass movie that I'm in. You're right. he, likes, yeah, he likes doing movies like Lighthouse. That's why. Yeah. He's a uh, weird dude. He's an artsy guy, which is fine. You can make artsy movies, but Batman is not an artsy thing. It's it's a anyway. I'll stop before I get too geeked out. Yeah, yeah. Ice up, Robert Pattinson. So ice up. CK, did you again for a third week in a row? Not ice up. COVID. Ice up. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's Damn, it. All right. All right. What you got, uh, Cody? There is an artist who goes by the name of Doja Cat, and she promised all of her fans that if her uh, single got to number one on the charts, that she would go on Instagram Live and show her tits. Well, they got it to number one, and she was like, "Uh, y'all are stupid as hell. I was never going to show y'all my tits. I played y'all. You're all idiots. And if wow. you if you're the kind of person that's gonna go out and buy a song just to see one woman's breast when there's any number of <laughs> other videos and pictures and other shit that you can see, if that is going to prompt you to buy a song, you're a dumbass and you should ice up, son. She deserves to have played you. No way. I'm going the other way on that. Is that? her up that what yeah i'm i i'm not and she's not my ace up pick but here cody what if i said all this money is going to charity and then at the end i was like uh then you play job like what do you play job bitches play job she said if you get me a dollar i'll show you my titties and she went back on her word all right hey but she okay by the way, Joey Esquivel wants to know why you're hitting on my hairdresser. <laughs> oh, well, if you saw her booty, you would know exactly why. She is. She would take Kristen Balboni and Caroline Can and put them in the trash can. I promise you that. <laughs> why are you trying to out me, bro? What? Sorry. She is amazing, bro. Like, I'm in love with your hairdresser. I told you I will come to Charlotte. To get my hair cut. That's how pretty she is. She's pretty. She's pretty. Cody, Cody's getting his hair. Instead of instead of Cody having to turn around, he's like, turn around. So she's yeah. having to turn around. Yeah, exactly. It's like, let me see the back of your hair. I don't think you got the... That. Yeah, I, can we get a reference real quick? Yeah. Let me see. <laughs> uh, that's why he likes the mirrors, yeah. All right, anyway. My set pick continue. First of all, I'm going to stay in my lane, bro. I have been on a JCVD marathon kick. 
continuing to watch Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Jean? Yeah, yeah, dude, I've gotten Jean-Claude Van Damme. I've been through all the way through um, Universal Soldier to... One was what was the other one? I'm in the middle of it. I can't even remember it. But I went back and watched because somebody who watched the show. Hold on, let me see. My man sent me a great message. To it was Dave uh, Hino. He says, um, "Check out." Oh, he said this. He's been a spy. In this one series, so he did a uh, Amazon Prime series where he's a spy, and that he, like in the time, like he's being the action hero, he is actually being a spy. And then somebody else sent me this, Jason Godfrey. This is the tweet I was looking for. He said, "Just listen to Tuesday's show, Professor. You need to watch No Surrender, No Retreat, JCVD, nineteen eighty six, before Bloodsport." There's one scene that reminds me of bad wrestling. I'm telling you this. I went back and watched No Retreat, No Surrender, No Retreat. And I got to say, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> ah! Take that out. But here's my ice up pick. My ice up pick goes, continuing my JCVD kick. I told one of my best friends, actually my best friend I ever had in my life, um, I grew up, I text him, he lives in another town now, and I was telling him all what I was doing, and he said, did you see the picture on YouTube right now, guys, is that, anyway, this has been, it's like leaked footage of what the Predator was originally supposed to look like. And JCVD was supposed to wear the costume. I'm icing this costume up and thanking Jean-Claude Van Damme for hating it because he couldn't do roundhouse kicks, A. And B, I am thanking James Cameron, who my best buddy told me everybody the the crew of every movie that he's been on is ready to walk he's an, off. He's an asshole. That's in, the exact words he used. He's an asshole. Yep. Yeah, but James Cameron sat beside the director of the Predator on an airplane and was like, "Dude, you got to make that head more gnarly." And so <laughs> we have this image of what the Predator would have been. Versus what it was. And thank Jesus. Because The Predator is one of the most instrumental movies in American history. Mm-hmm. So uh, to this company who made this mantis looking suit. Ice up. Mm. Ice mm. up. Yeah. Let me on the podcast, Greg. Put me in, coach. Dude, you're actually making me want to think about doing The Predator pretty soon. We're doing Indiana Jones after we finish Lord of the Rings. And then I think the Predator is a great way to go. So dude, I love the Predator, man. Together and do Game of Thrones. 
Have you Dude, I watched the first episode of Game of Thrones and it wasn't bad, but it, afterwards I was like, I did for years. I, I didn't watch Game of Thrones because I watched the first episode and years mm-hmm. later I didn't, I still wasn't. And then all of a sudden somebody told me, they're like, you have to get past that. It's so overrated. Two dude. to three episodes in and then you yeah. get, you get hooked. I, I disagree. I that, yeah. It's good. Get it's good. It's not great. It's good. It's not it's, great. It's great. Hush. Go, go, go over there. No, it is, it is good. <laughs> it is. It, you have to. The only thing that is that great is point. that blonde chick. Oh my God. Do you have to get past season one? By, by the end, the dragon chick. I'm so into the dragon chick, man. Juan Juan Khaleesi? Is that her name? Oh, gosh. Oh, that much. Daenerys, Khaleesi, whatever you want to call her. Love her. And the person I hate the most is also hot. Cersei? Yeah. No, it, it means Jamie. No, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I was going to say Jason Momoa. I wasn't sure. I was like, wait a second. That, that was mad funny, but you're wrong. No. No. If that was Cam Newton playing that, then yes. But it wasn't, no. Yeah. I bet wrong. not dark enough to. So to... was it? It wasn't the. I actually uh, liked all. Actually, here, going back to this, I think we said this on the show at one point, Cody. Is that? Do you remember when the witch went from old, from new to old? Like she yeah, was from gorgeous to. I was like, yeah. I can't unsee that because I was so I into her. I was so fucking into that, which is nerdy. I shouldn't even be saying uh, this. Why am dude, I saying this on the internet? Like how I'm into the these motherfucking I, chicks I am. I'm the opposite. Ever since I saw that, that's the only thing I can get off on. <laughs> <laughs> so now you just that's look it. at dusty old bitch porn. Is old that what you Google? Dusty old bitch right. porn. Right. Tony Mark, two two hours and thirty minutes is when you're going to be needing to start editing this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was Cody oh, that said it, not me, like... man. Don't worry. If you watch the two minutes and thirty seconds, you're doing your due diligence, <laughs> folks. All right, let's get out of here. I love them wrinkles, folks. Yo, yo, yo. Everybody has to <laughs> he kiss, said right? this. He loved the folds. Yeah, let me find them. <laughs> let me find them folds. All right. Let me, let me open up them flaps. My name is not Tony Dunn. This is the C3 Panthers podcast. <laughs> it's brought to you by CarolinaCatChronicles.com. The number is 252-228-5098. You can follow me on Twitter at cat underscore chronicles. Cody Lasney, Mr. Man of uh, Flaps and Folds. How can they find you? Joe Realano says roast beef for curtains. (laughs) Oh, did you see? Actually, there was a homeboy. Some guy put up a tweet, and we know him. Like, we see his tweets all the time because, you know, we see the same Panther Nation tweets. And he said, you know that girl had to know what was up. And it was like a, she was on TV, and she had these stretch pants on or whatever. And somebody and somebody said, "This is can you fix the couch cushions or something like that?" It was like so, it was like somebody needs to fix the couch cushions. <laughs> it was so messed up. 
Uh, my dude. boy Joe, I mean, man, Joe, I'm coming to see you once this Corona is gone. Yep. <laughs> All right, but uh, uh, Greg, where are you yeah. where are you doing podcasts at, huh, man? You got like seven. Um, Man, Maybe. I'm doing them all over the place. You can find me uh, at the Super Civil Servants Podcast, the main one that I run. We drop shows on Monday mornings. Just hit one year last week. We're going live in two weeks because my computer is getting here next week, I think, or maybe sometime. But as soon as it does, we're going live. And then I've got a new show, the DC Alliance Podcast. Uh, it's an all DC based show. It's going to be part of the Geek Universe Podcast or Geek Uni- Geek Ultimate Alliance Podcast Network, uh, where you're going to, if you subscribe to that network, you'll be able to find. All the geek stuff you want. We're dropping a show one day every week. So uh, five days a week, you can get new shows on the network. Check us out. Cody Lashney, uh, you still uh, Cripple Connection? Getting a little video game action in? Every Friday with my man Jeffrey. It's a video game podcast. We talk about everything new going on in the video game industry. Uh, You can hit me up on Twitter at Cody Lack. Um, and by the way, I'm just joking. Don't send me pictures of like beef curtains and shit. I don't <laughs> you know, I'm not I, joking. I you better send it to him right away. I wanted to look up uh, an old wrinkled woman. I don't need your help to do it. So don't. Don't, don't worry. Me, you are toast. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, you see what I did there, right? Now I'm getting them to send it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I know yeah. reverse psychology. CK, don't follow CK on Twitch then. Yeah. yeah. It gets weird. We, uh... <laughs> it actually doesn't. <laughs> you didn't get weird. my ass up there and it will get weird. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm the one that nah, has the a... most to lose. Look, get me in there, coach. I'm ready to fight people. I get mad. Uh. We, we have a good time. I will I say this much. Watch. Um, not a single listener of the uh, C3 Panthers podcast has come to follow me. Oh, um, so I'm just saying, guys. I'm gonna All right, call can you we guys. say Maybe this at the beginning topic. of the clo- uh, show next time? Uh, maybe. I don't know. That's all right. We can do whatever. Because they're, I have to listen three hours to get to this comment. That is a big change. Yeah, right. This is the fans you want, the committed ones, you know? Yeah. We're talking to ourselves at this point. Yeah, All right. I, I, I honestly, I think we're probably the majority of the viewers left at this point. Lies, <laughs> I mean, lies. I, I get a lot. We got a lot. I got a lot of tweets about JCVD, and we did not talk about him to the end. All right, so at Codizzle Allen underscore at Allen underscore Allen. Yep. Look, check us out. I have some time off. I'm gonna make Cody's skip work, and we're gonna play video games. <laughs> all fucking day we did it the other day don't tell his wife don't tell his boss <laughs> oh! got caught okay joe's asking joey's asking what your twitch handle is go ahead and put it's, that up uh at codizzle underscore allen it's c-o-d-i-z-z-l-e-a-l-l-e-n can and we go get around team. in tonight homie hey oh, and, and while I, hey, you look I do sleepy play with CK sometimes I yes. do play with TK, but it is really fun, even if you're not playing, 
just to watch. It, it's a fun time. Because so, he's going to be yeah, like, in a world where Tony yeah. Dunn sucks dick at Warzone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the game plan. Yeah, that's- <laughs> Damn! He was supposed to say it was better than <laughs> he thought. Tony, maybe Tony can, can distract him with, with his fellatio. And- <laughs> Damn! <laughs> We this just, show is over. and fellatio and all kinds of stuff. This we're off the rails. Let me hide, be- let me hide behind mean, the beef curtains and just like, stre- I, I know. What's going on? Yeah, there's a rave behind CK. And I'm- oh, <laughs> Joe, Joe wants it too. All right, Joe, Joe Riolano, my man. Dude, I'm telling you, Joe, I need to see you, homeboy. My man, miss you so much. Um, he says Twitch handle. What's the Twitch handle? It is at Codizzle, C O D I Z I. Let me go to the YouTube. Codizzle Allen. Type it in the comment section. Follow this guy, man. It's because guy. some people think it's Cod Dizzle, and he is a Cod Dizzle. This motherfucker God. be racking up kills like crazy. Yeah, carries the team. Let me do it this way. Hold on, I can probably do it better here. Why don't you just play video games as we go to sleep? What's that? (laughs) I said, why don't you just play video games as we go to sleep and watch? (laughs) No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I think my schedule. I think I'm gonna do my schedule as Mondays. You have to stream more. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna try to get a schedule. Man. I'm gonna do Monday and Monday and Wednesday mornings at eight thirty to ten. Um and then uh Friday evenings, Saturday evenings, um, and maybe an a, You a need a late night Sunday. drunk stream. Yeah, yeah, that's my yeah, thing. Try to keep it night, late night drunk stream. After my son goes to bed for sure, maybe like a ten o'clock stream on a regular basis. Your Friday son probably should drink booze with us. What's that? I was saying your son should probably drink booze with us from I think I think so where I don't drink, I think I might for the stream start to do that. <laughs> Dad do is just all right, let's get the fuck out of here. All right, it's the C three Panthers podcast. The number's two five two 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 eight fifty ninety-eight. Smash the thumbs up button. Share the show with a friend and remember, keep pounding, even if you are two and fourteen or what'd you say, Greg? Like uh, nine and seven or something. Five, uh, five and twelve or six and. Oh, or you're still losing your bet. Ha ha! Give me your money. I told you I didn't give me your money. Six. All right. Look, it's my.